Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash jreepodcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. History. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Son, Come On, and your host, Matt Floyd. Wow, for season two, Kamara's very professional, very somber. That was... We are in this now. Yeah. Those rules, we took we took advice. <laughs> this guy's wearing a Brad Paisley shirt. He says there's rules. Uh, welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, uh, joined as always by Kamar. Yeah, baby. And Simon. Hello, gentlemen. There might be some ladies. Listening. Oh, you're saying hello to us. Yeah. Okay, what? don't be mad. I'm you and you. Appreciate trying, that. Gentlemen. Trying to look out for the female. Nice listeners. shout out to start the season off like that. Yeah. Um, Would you stop waving at nothing, please? <laughs> um, if you're joining us for the first time, the premise here is very simple. All three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. And uh, we're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And uh, we're going to discuss some of the topics, the guests, all that fun stuff. Come on. How was your week? Oh, it was a great week, man. Halloween. And uh, we had that great uh, year end podcast that uh, I don't understand how to talk about it. <laughs> what tense it will come to this listening. But that was fantastic. I had a lot of fun. This will come out Tuesday after that has already dropped. So, so you can talk about it like it's. I'll sound as stupid as I always do. No, no. Great yeah. week, Simon. How's your week? My week was terrific, Maddie. I really had a normalish week. Didn't forget anything. No, got my memory back. My driving was back up to par. That's good. Yeah. Hallelujah. Good for the rest of the Ottawans out there on the road. Except <laughs> I'll, I will That's say, true. up until Halloween, the weather has just gone. I'm a bit of a weather guy. <laughs> the weather's gone insane. Like, it's just yeah. horrible, windy, and wet, and I can just hear Axl Rose singing in the background. I don't know if you saw someone post on Reddit. Um, it was a video of, like, I, I mean, I just assumed it was Ottawa, but I, then I was like, oh, it rains. Uh, it rained elsewhere than Ottawa on Halloween, but it was a family. Um, it was, like, four parents walking with one of those, like, you know those white tents that you could get for your car? So it's just four of them walking with one of those with like 15 kids That's all in costumes under amazing. it. Amazing. So they were just going house to house with this fuck. I thought it was brilliant. Did you hear Montreal postponed Halloween? So I don't Hall- know how you do that. Halloween was on a Thursday and it was raining. They were like, oh, we're going to do it on a Friday. And then Friday was like tornadoes yeah. and hurricanes. But and- I think they did that on purpose to try to like cut it down. I love how you guys have conspiracies about everything. You're going to have to. There would have been a Thursday night Halloween party still happening and a Friday night. And they're like, well, let's just do it on Friday and the weather be bad. Because people would turn up. No, as a conspiracy guy, I have to totally disagree with that. Five people were shot in Toronto on Halloween and one guy was stabbed to death in Ottawa. But what does that have to do with Montreal postponing Halloween from one day to another? Simple. On Halloween. No one got shot or stabbed in Montreal because they postponed it till Friday when 10 people were shot and stabbed. 
No, I was trying to say the weather was worse, so it was even. I got it. I know. I'm just being a dick, Kamar. It's a conspiracy theory. I don't have proof. <laughs> Season two starting off with a bang. We're already at each other's necks. <laughs> we got a long week. We should probably just get into this, no? Yes, let's get into How's it. How's your week, man? Oh, Maddie's going in for surgery. Simon will answer how my week is. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the table. Yeah. Literally. No, going in again Tuesday. Get cut open. Are you going under? Yeah. Not, not the full under, though. No, I don't the do the full under. Again, I do the same yeah. thing I did last time. But yeah, Kamar, they're cutting my my nutsack and my taint You're open. You're 100% so. knowing the procedure, the recovery, everything. I already know face. the whole thing. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever do the mistake I did and look at your surgery online? No, 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 no. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> Simon, I'll put it to you this way. After the first surgery in March, they they said... They were like, don't change the bandages for a full day. Like, don't shower. You have to just keep the bandages on for a full day. After a full day, you should definitely have a like a gentle shower. Don't scrub anything. Just let, you know, whatever. Soak. I go to get in the shower, and I threw up everywhere once I took the bandages off. Like, just looking at the... So, to answer your question of did, could I look at the surgery preemptively, impossible. <laughs> impossible. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Good luck, man. Thanks, luck, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to be laid out for two weeks. Good I'm jobless. Good thing we're getting this out of the way. Yeah, it's a fucking nightmare for me, but whatever. It's fine. So my week, uh, whatever. It's fine. A lot of Joes this week, though. My word. And that doctor stoppage last night was fucking frustrating. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that they necessarily have to run that again. I think They're he, not going to run that again. I think he was losing pretty soundly. Hey, Masvidal is amazing. Masvidal I just gets love his name right. I just love Nate. Um, clearly got the shit kicked out of him for three rounds, and is like, "Yeah, you know, I couldn't ride the bike this morning, so I knew like I'd really bring it on in those fourth and fifth rounds." Like, dude, that's kind of okay. Fair enough. Sure. I mean, we can't argue that, right, Nate? That's the point. We yeah. cannot argue that. Did you see the presser where he's talking about the Rock? No. And he's like, uh, yeah, fuck the rock. Fucking rock. Shouldn't even be the rock giving out that thing. Should be Mike Tyson. He's the baddest man. And he's like, you know what? I like the rock. It's not my fault they picked the wrong side. The rock's okay. But you picked the wrong side. So you're going to get got. You know? (laughs) It's just fucking crazy, man. Anyway. Anyway. I saw a picture on Dana White's Instagram of like all the stitches. Yeah. And it was a pretty. Oh, he won't be be fighting for months. (laughs) Pretty serious cut. Well, the up and down cut, that's just brutal, you know, top and bottom. Yeah, but the one above the eyebrow, those don't those don't heal as well as, as good as you'd like. So you can't, like a doctor won't let you fight for months because it'll just mm-hmm. tear back open again. So anyway, Simon, you want to go over the guests and the numbers? Oh, yeah. By the way, this week, we're going to try Mr. Mark Oliver's thing. We're yes, going to yes, So we're going to rate it at the beginning of the week and or at the beginning of the show. And then we'll rate it again at the end of the show. That's a high. I am also going to keep he track. Us just to. <laughs> Sorry, Kamar. I'm also going to keep track of the ratings from now on, so we can uh, know exactly who's wrong and who's right. And do you have a pen over there? Yeah, book okay, club. Welcome to the book club. Okay, because I'll start and putting those in something. So give us the give us the rundown there. All right, thirteen seventy one, Andrew Santino, thirteen seventy. 
What's with the eye contact? Thirteen seven. <laughs> you want him looking at the ground? Nobody. It was just like staring me right in the eyes. Yeah, I was listening to you. I'm sorry for paying attention to your character. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Yeah, Simon is a, Simon's become a millennial. What are you looking me in the eyes? I don't understand that. I'm like the. Uh, I can hear you. The I can hear Shaw you. of wherever. Who yeah, had, can't um, make eye contact. Ben can, Johnson as his sprinting coach. I can hear you. Um, thirteen seventy two was Kevin Smith. Is that correct, Kamar? Well, he can't look at you, so trust me, he's looking <laughs> just, at me and nodding. Just nod. Uh, thirteen seventy three was. I really have no idea. Who Justin Wren. We sort of snuck that in there, though. Do you no, feel- no, no. It wasn't. It was Kyle Kalinsky, and then thirteen seventy four with Justin Wren. My and bad. Thirteen seventy five was. Edward Norton. My bad. What's very odd, and I was going to mention this during the episode, is so he clearly states in there that Kyle Kalinske was recorded before Justin Wren. Or sorry. Before Justin... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, which makes sense because Justin Wren was after him. Yeah, I'm all messed up. I'll get there in my notes. There's something that went down. He, Simon has so many. Simon's notebook re- is full of Pepe, Sylvia, Bigfoot notes that he can't even find the episode notes. He's, he's recording them just in en masse and then deciding the order in which to release them. He's not. That's not true. Well, I'll show well there's, there's going to be some thread to it because I, I think it was with Kevin Smith. He talked about how it's since we've stopped doing it live. Yeah. Full I, stop. Yeah. I, I mean, I, we know he stopped doing it live. That's not. Anyways, well, we'll we got get, to the bottom we'll of that get one. To it, so uh, thirteen seventy one. Well, hold on. Oh, we're gonna rate the week to start, and then we're gonna rate the week at the end to see if they match up. Remember? Right. Now this is the hybrid. He wants us just to do it at the end. Well, guess what? He's not part of the show, so the fact that we're taking his fucking advice is, is a plus for him. Hey, man. Welcome aboard, Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that noise, man? It's, it's Mark. Hey, his name hey, is Mark, by the way. Hey, her. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got a brother now named Jamie. Okay. Um, so, yeah. We'll start with Simon. Rate the week. The week. The week gets a 3.75. I'll give it a three and a half. See, this is going to be really interesting for someone like... This is where the hybrid's going to work great for someone like me. Uh, this week is a... Um, a two. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I think I have will change yeah. in this new system by the end. But this is the thing. I, I said three and a half. I was actually going to say one and a half, but I was like, that's just me being a dick. Mm-hmm. So I think by the end, I might improve it to a two and a half or a three, just because maybe by the end of us going over everything, I will have changed. But sitting here, right? What are you pointing at? I just want to know what his, uh, what was your? He said two three and, and a half. Three oh, and three and a half. half. Oh, yeah. But but by, by some of our criteria, it being a uh, stand-up comedian to lead off the week that would be a bad week um not just a stand-up comedian one who's on like fucking seven times a year it was a little self-indulgent don't you think cheeto being there or just the the whole episode that they were just together all weekend like (laughs) is that like they they were catching up or something yeah that's i keep mentioning that it's very weird like on a week where joe has five episodes just have four and maybe don't have Santino, who's been on six times this year. I think maybe it has to do with wanting to fill that day. You know what I mean? So he has nobody coming in on the Tuesday and he wants to have a podcast on the Tuesday. So he's out with Santino that weekend. He's like, hey, 
you know, I don't have anybody on the Tuesday. Why don't you slip in and we'll. Uh, I thought get it was two an, birds stoned at once. I thought it was to announce those theater tours. Get a small theater run going. Oh, maybe, but uh, I don't know. Whatever. You want to start? Well, yeah, we started. Oh, Cheeto uh, Santino. We haven't yet. Thirteen seventy one. Cheeto Santino. Now we've started. My apologies. No problem. There's a way we do this, Matt. Um, so a short episode, two hours. There's a bunch of short episodes this week. I don't call two short anymore. You don't. I call three normal for Joe, and anything other than that seems to be some sort of between uh, two and three is. Excuse me. Oh. Yeah, I'd say it's two and a half. I I just between me for me anything over two is normal, and um, anything under two I guess is short, somewhat short. I just figure like if I see Cheeto Santino and it's two hours, I'm like, wow, it was they had so little to talk about that they couldn't even make the two point five mark, you know? Well, I th- I think every I think he was one of these almost ended up with Joe being like, ah, I gotta go, yeah, to do something. So I don't know about your theory about it being um, hard out, filling a slot. Filling. I think, I think Cheeto was just there to tell us that he was sick on a plane. Mm. Yeah, sick on a plane. And I didn't even mind the episode. Like it was it was palatable. I just like I again I was like, this guy's on once a month. I thought it was one of Cheeto's <laughs> finest performances, frankly. On I thought it was a good JRE. <laughs> Usually I'm like enraged by him Jesus and this Christ. time I was just like, yeah. And two hours was perfect, frankly, because any more than that I would have been, you know. He was totally like fuck so October, it's my birthday. You can do what you want. I felt like in that Christopher Ryan vein of like Sure, what you're doing makes you happy, but what I'm doing makes you happy as well. I find the birthday argument such a weird one, though, especially as an adult. <clears throat> Maybe if you're in your early 20s, okay, but like, dude, you're you're in your late 30s, and you're like, well, it's my birthday this month, so I can't stop drinking. Yeah, shut the fuck up. The argument should just be, I don't, I don't want, want to to be sober. That's so fine. Go fuck yourself. But this whole like, I was brought into the world on this day, and I want to celebrate. I'm going to tell my friends, and I'm going to have a birthday weekend. Maybe I'll start to do a birthday week. Who knows? And I'll get all my. Dip- Shut the fuck up. No one fucking cares. Birthdays You're not ten years are, old. Birthdays are big deals to some people. Yeah, and those people are fucking idiots. Who hmm. cares? He's a fantastic yes man. Santino. Oh, he's like, the best. It, there's no pushback. <laughs> there's never a point where the. Like have an awkward moment. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard them say, argue. No, he'd be the anything. best improv partner ever. He yes, and yeah. yes, and oh, yes, boom, and boom, yeah. Boom. They went to see our girl Jesse May Peluso. Our dropped girl in. dropped in. Kamara and I's girl. He was hard on Jamie though. He really likes breaking Jamie's balls. Well, not Santino. Yeah, I think they're buddies. I know they are. I'm yeah. just saying he really goes. He goes out of his way to break Jamie's balls. Yeah, yeah. but it's good because it gets Jamie involved in the episode a little like bit. That, well, yeah. jumping to the end, it got serious. Like, I mean, that's what With made the this. basketball and shit. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. And Jamie was talking smack. <laughs> I gotta say though, on Rogan playing basketball. Yeah, and I liked that because of this. It it made it it really is telling of Joe. Like he just he really won't do things that he doesn't think he can excel at. Well, well, the biggest thing is he will eventually succumb to golf. Of course he will. I understand that. And he'll probably become a degenerate. That's I, I'm with him there. I understand that. He's a, it's a, but the weird thing is he has time and money. Like Joe could spend time on the golf course. He's getting older. So there's no like him being like, man, I'm busy enough as it is. 
I had, sorry, come here, go ahead. Had he somehow got caught up in golf before meeting all these hunter guys, I think hunting would have never. It'd be a made. golf podcast he, now. I never thought about that, but that'd be horrible. But I just see how he could get addicted to it. The hunting is different, though, Kamar, because the hunting came about because he was either going to go vegetarian or he was going to start hunting his own meat. Yeah, to justify, so, the, yeah. justify the lifestyle, yeah. Well, maybe he can start taking Marshall to the golf course. I uh, I don't know. I don't think he'll love her golf. Ever. Nope. Here's my thing, though. Again, he's like, I don't have time to golf. It's like, but you take probably a month off a year to go and hunt. Well, that's what he's saying though is like he has the things he likes to do and he doesn't want to give time away from those things to bring in this new thing. But even then, when two good friends of yours are like, "Why don't you come play some pickup basketball with us?" and he's like, "I don't know how to play basketball. I'm not good at but I don't want to no. no. I, why would I do that? I'm not I'm I I did think that was weird. Not, like even I'm when they're like denying that. We'll play 21. We'll give you some stilts. You know what you, I mean? Like you can smoke weed. Yeah. <laughs> like they were. <laughs> but JB was like, yeah. Wasn't it? Put the money. Wasn't down it interesting happens. when um, Santino thinks he can beat Jamie and they were going to put money down in the. I just love how Joe one on one. Yeah, they did. No, Joe they put a thousand dollars on. Well, there you go. When's that happening? Yet Santino earlier is worried about protecting his phone or getting a new phone. Then he, his Apple Pay ran out, so now he got a case. Like this guy's rolling was, in it, or is he so conserving? Let Wait, me, what, it was strange, right? I think you also need to point out that, like, you should probably—it's good being confident. There's nothing wrong with being confident, but when someone outside of the bet is like, "I'll take that bet on this guy." Yeah. You, I mean, Joe, again, Joe knows nothing about basketball, he so who knows? He was a college basketball player, wasn't he, Jamie? Jamie? He's no, he was a he, physicist. He's on black Twitter, so he knows a crossover. <laughs> <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to rely on that. No, but it was there was no, like, um, Jamie was subservient in that in that whole interaction when they talk about running and stuff like that, like. Well, I mean, again, he... Jamie's got, holding his own. So. Yeah, he was getting his balls broken for so long that he was like, well, I got to be able to defend myself here. And Joe was being kind of a dick to him at one point, too, when they were scrolling. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Go back. Go back. Up, 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 up. The, the part with the words. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy, there's there's that Joey love. Maybe this is He's just He's sober, <laughs> Matt. Oh, it's the end of the month, too. Yeah. It would have taken me a week to get to that point. It's almost ready to... It would have taken you a day. To get to that point, maybe they need a uh, a setup day. Let's just do a podcast, get everything out. You get used to throwing the cameras around, like because at the weekend off or whatever, maybe possible. For the record, everyone watch, uh, everyone listening. Kamar did a weird DJ hand I movement was, there for the setup. He's like, maybe they need a setup day. <laughs> Looking me right in the yeah. eye. That was me imitating Jamie. <laughs> Is Jamie have turntables back there? Is that what he's doing? How do you guys like uh, Joe talking about how good a pool he is? And how people are good at pool. So Halima was listening to this part of the episode with me. And she went, we get it, Joe. You're good at fucking pool. We get it. <laughs> but I find there's a lot of stuff like that with Joe. Like the sober October thing. Like just constantly. Like, we just went too hard that year, man. We just went so hard. Like I was going crazy. I mean, I set off the alarm. That's crazy. But he's saying it in that like, I don't know. Like the way a 14-year-old girl would be like, oh my God, like all these guys were all over me. I don't even know what was going on. Like, it's almost a humble brag. 
It's the humblest of brags. <laughs> but he's so good at pool. Like, yeah, I guess you, I mean. <laughs> Listen, I've run nine nine ball tables. I'm not like a pro or anything, but like I'm good. Ah, fuck off. When he's sober, he's way too analytical. Yeah. Of everything. Yeah. Of, of just like getting caught in like, well, no, actually, this is exactly how I feel and expressing it. And it. thank God it's over. Thank God this is the last week of Sober October. Let's all put our hands together, listeners, you too, and hope that this is just it for Sober October because it felt like this was the last one. I feel it like felt like the, it was falling apart. I feel like if it's the Bert, last one. if Bert can honestly maintain a two hundred five physique and stay off booze because of Ari's dosing, then Sober October's done. You should do it for yourself, not for this cause. There's no cause. Listen, this is the thing. If they were raising money for charity, which they should have been doing, yeah. While they're doing this. Then I'd be all for Sober October. Be like, well, at least this bullshit is for something. There has never been a charity aspect to it. No, which is insane. That's insane. It's all self-promotion. For Bert. I mean, none of the other three. I mean, Ari does horrible tweets and shits on each other, talks smack. Do you you think that Joe does a lot of charity just anonymously? He has to. When you're that rich, you have to because you get fucking rammed by taxes. Yeah. I just like, you know, you hear them talking about the cash app and Justin Wren just to skip ahead a couple of minutes or an hour or whatever. A couple hours. Um, he he never said like, oh, I donate this or I have helped with that. You know what I mean? Which I don't expect him to. But if he had maybe, I, I don't know. We know we know that Brendan Schaub has no problem saying he's done it. Uh, the name of this game is self-promotion. Uh, Joe is the outlier of doing it the old-fashioned mm-hmm. way, and mm-hmm. everyone else is like... I've always said, like, if there was such thing as such a Joe Rogan bump, uh, Brian Callen would be a bigger... You, you know what I mean? There's other guys that um, hang out with Joe and are really blow up as stand-up comedians, but they're not actors or, or whatever it is. <laughs> I don't know if you caught it too. It felt like a little bit of a slight at Bert, but Joe was like, "Everyone's doing well now, man. Everyone's doing well." Bert Kreischer's making tons of money. He said it like, "Like if this guy's making tons of money, anyone can." I was like, "Oh, that's kind of that's, that's a bit harsh." <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting that uh, I never realized how fully Bert was a, a TV personality and then came on the show and was doing stand up. You know what I mean? But got fired and just went after it. And now he's more successful than he would have been with that. That's the only thing I found interesting about him. That's the only thing you find interesting about Bert? Well, that he he left uh, while well, he got fired from a cushy thing and just did stand up. And now he's, you know what I mean? It's, well, he's it's, a great promoter. I mean, we've said that all along. It's admirable no matter how you think. Okay. Um, He's no Santino's no Burt Kreischer. Santino's <laughs> no Burt Kreischer in the promotion department. Well, he, they, all these guys should be as big as. Have they you ever be. listened to uh, Santino's podcast? Uh, Whiskey Ginger. Yeah, I have not. No, me either. Because I get him too many times a year on Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you need to? And he just seems to have all the same guests. But oh, does he actually have guests? Yeah, he has guests, comedians mostly. 
I, I think there is a bit of a cycle. Oh, yeah, you you definitely see it. And uh, yeah. well, even you like you were like oh, I just saw Ed Norton on uh, whatever, and then boom, first actor ever. I mean, my problem is this: if I'm not too, if I don't see Santino's name on JRE on JRE, and I'm not like, oh, then I'm not gonna go and actively be like, mm-hmm. I have enough podcasts and audiobooks queued up that I don't need to fucking, I don't need another. It was self indulgent. Just talk about hanging out. <laughs> So we went, uh, when I was much, much younger, we went traveling around Europe and I, uh, got food poisoning from, uh, Pizza Hut. We were in Spain and I was like, okay, I just want to eat something I know. And we ate the pizza. I got really sick and I woke up the next morning. I thought I was dying, like dying, but we had to get where we were going and blah, blah. I got on the train and at one point I went into the bathroom, which was like, you know, on the trains, it's like a cut out hole in the wall, like the door, you know, there's a little lip at the bottom. It looks like a submarine, whatever that kind of look. And I was in there shitting and puking at the same time everywhere. And it was filling up the floor between the door and the floor. So I was like literally with puke up to like my ankles you were just puking on the floor i was shitting i was sitting on the toilet i understand that but i never thought you would just then just be willy-nilly throwing up on the floor well what was i supposed to do a bag the sink i hope there's a really good reason to tell the story yeah share the experience you're just ankle deep in fucking vomit while you're i'm just sharing because santino shared oh i thought there was a lesson to be learned (laughs) well (laughs) i have a lesson to be learned i got food poisoning from south of the border you know where that is in this city? in Mexico? No, so there's if you if you drive to Florida, I've neither of you driven to Florida? No. If you drive to Florida, there's this place, I believe it's in Georgia. Maybe it's in one of the Carolinas. I'll have to Google it. So one of our listeners will know. It's called South of the Border, and I'm not joking, for a hundred, maybe a hundred and fifty, maybe even two hundred miles before you get there, there's giant fluorescent billboards that are like, you are two hundred miles away from south of the border. So the whole time you're like, if you don't know what it is, you're like what is this place? And I'm excited. And you get there and it's the best way I could describe it is a Mexican theme park with no theme park. So it's basically just like a, there's like a shitty Mexican Ferris wheel and then a bunch of like Mexican food stands. So it's Mexico. It's not though. It's in Georgia and it's (laughs) just like weird little it's, but I ate uh, like a chili dog there. And then we drove the rest of the way home, like from Georgia to Ottawa. And the second we got to Ottawa, I've never been so sick in my life ever. I'm not going to go into detail like you, but it's that's some my food. sort of little bug inside you. Oh, dude, go. it was insane. <laughs> I once got so uh, from some uh, Thai food place in Ottawa. I just got really, really sick, and I was. This is when I first started dating Halima, and I was babysitting Ifa. She was like a year and a half years old, and I had just put her to bed, and then all of a sudden I just got so sick, and I started puking everywhere everywhere like all up and down the hall not in the toilet no i couldn't get there like i on the way it was a a beeline from the bedroom to the bathroom but just puke everywhere and i was so sick that i couldn't even clean it like i tried to but i would end up puking again lying on the floor (laughs) in a little ball it was horrible was it coriander (coughs) i don't know what it was anyway green papaya um I think that's why I ended up marrying Halima because she came back and fucking cleaned that shit up like a trooper. 
And I was like, well, there you go, man. It wasn't mad at you. Well, how can you be mad at uh, be somebody surprised. so sick? <laughs> You'd be surprised. Well, there you go. That's, That's where men and women are different, though, I think. I think so. Well, no, Kamar's telling so. you a story about somebody being angry at him. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah, not surprising. No. Not surprising. Not surprising. Anyways, all right. So we're done with the sick talk. Have either of you, well, real quick, have either of you ever seen the video? There's this video going around earlier this year of this, I think he's drunk, but it's this Asian guy, and you just see these elevator doors open, and he, like takes a few steps out of the elevator and he's got his hand over his mouth and all you see is like a shitload of puke just squirt out between his fingers and then he just like he removes his hand and he pukes all over the wall and the floor (laughs) and then he takes a step and slips in his own puke and like goes ass over tea kettle and is on the ground in his own puke still puking it's so brutal oh man that's crazy. I was once going in a glow fair and to uh, McMurphy's, you know, beside Babylon. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, yeah, the Scottish. Is it McMurphy's? Whatever it's called. Whatever it's called. The Scottish pub, yeah. And, you know, the streets all shut down and everyone's walking around with glow sticks or whatever. And I walk up to McMurphy's and this girl looks at me. And I'm like, oh, cute girl or whatever. And then she just pukes into her oh, God. hands, like out of embarrassment, and sort of looks at me like, <laughs> help me. It just didn't go in that bar, dude. I remember one night, one 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 real quick, Simon. One night, I was so I was so hungover, and I mean like one of the worst hangers I've ever had. But there was a huge rap show at Barrymore's that I had tickets for, so I was like, I'm gonna drag my ass down there. I drank so much water, and I was like, I I just kept puking, but I was like, whatever, I'm fine. Now that I've puked enough, I'm good. So I went to Babylon before the show because Babylon had an early show. And I knew everyone, so I'm just drinking water at Babylon, just trying to hydrate, but I'm, I feel terrible. Go over to Barrymore's, watch like 10 minutes of the show, and I'm like, I'm going to fucking yak everywhere. So I go outside, and I'm like kind of dry heaving. I'm like, hey, maybe, I, maybe I'm not going to puke. And then I'm like, you know what? I think if I take a shit, I'll feel better. I'm going to go to Babylon because I know. No, no, but I know. No, no, the basement because I had access to the VIP, right? VIP, VIP. So I'm like, I'm like, Babylon's closing down. I'll go knock on the door. Adam will let me use the VIP for two minutes. I'll just take a disgusting hungover shit. The second Adam gets the door, I just fucking, dude, like four feet in front of me, just all over the entrance of his bar. And he just steps back and is looking at me. And then I'm standing there with like puke dripping from my face. And he goes, just go, dude. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, oh, because I was the cleaner at the time. I was like, I'll clean it up. I'll clean it up right now. And he's like, just go. He didn't let you back in? No, he shut the door right on me. You know what sucks is when you find out that something that you never thought in a million years could give you food poisoning, like popcorn. And well, now that's, the that's thing. on my list of things I have to be afraid of in No, life. you don't. Like, Not at theaters, though. That's the thing, because they use that oil. Well, so at the th- right, that's, that's what they were talking about, is that's why they use it, because it won't turn. But yeah, it's when he said it, when he said it, I was like, I think he's sadly mistaken. I don't think it was popcorn. Well, if they and then, were using real butter. But then when he explained it, I was like, oh, that makes so much but fucking sense. But it could sense. be someone not washed their hands and being really dirty or something. Just not for food poisoning. You don't think so? No. Food poisoning, I don't believe has... Well, sorry, I missed that. What, what? He was saying if someone making your popcorn like didn't wash their hands or had dirty hands or something, but I was like, that wouldn't give you food poisoning. I don't think that's how that works. I don't know, but I don't think so. Yeah, I think it has to be like some sort of uh, bacteria or whatever is on there, you know? Some. I got to admit, though, being on a plane, he's right. That would just be the fucking... Yeah. 
like five hours of, of just terrible. Well, you didn't let me finish my <coughs> train oh, sorry. story, but we were on the train going from somewhere to somewhere. It was like a four hour after this train pizza, ride. Pizza hut. I puked all in the bathroom. Then I'm coming out of the bathroom. And there's a line of like five people waiting to go into the bathroom. Oh. I'm trying to tell them in a language I don't speak not to go into the bathroom because it's just fucked. Dude, it is so <laughs> fucked. First of all, you the second you walk in, you would be wading into... Oh, because you're here. Yeah, because it, I was going to say, the floor is full of vomit. It's ah. contained inside anyways, so I'm going, no, no, don't go in, don't go in. And the guy goes in, and I just remember him opening the door and then just and closing the door right away. But meanwhile, so that stayed like that. That was a universal language. And that was only one of multiple bathrooms that I destroyed on that train ride. And then we got to um, this little town in, it's called Malagro or Malago in Spain. It's like the very tippest point. And I'm just, I need somewhere to stay. You know, like where I'm, I feel like I'm dying and I, um, <laughs> everything is on the second level. They're all walk-ups. Like that's just how it was in this town. So I have to like walk up to find out that they're all booked and then walk down. I have this huge pack and I'm dying and I finally find a place and it has its own bathroom. And I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I get in there and right away, go to the bathroom, take one massive shit, clog the toilet I thought I was going to die that night. Like I was literally lying in bed thinking to myself, you know, I, I'm not going to see my family before I die. And, blah, blah. and I woke up the next morning and I was feeling like, you know, marginally better. And I was just like, fuck this. I got on a plane, <coughs> flew to Amsterdam and spent the next, I don't know, three weeks just fucking making myself stoned. feel better. Yeah. Have you been stoned ever since? <laughs> have, you, have you eaten Pizza Hut ever since? No. That's that's the main point of this story. Never since the year 19 whatever 95 have I eaten pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter they're not that easy to find. Well, there's one right on Bank Street. It it opened new and that always fucked with my head cuz I really wanted to eat there but, you know, made it with put it out without the packaging. <laughs> so I just didn't know it was a, some sort of pizza would it just invoke all that. So um my mother was one of those people who bought into the whole margarine thing. So from the day I was born <laughs> until the day I moved out, we never had butter in the house. It was only margarine. So I didn't even know butter was a thing. That's why all he likes is bread and butter. Until I was like 20 some years old. And, you know, now... I would never touch the richness, margarine in the a million years. My mom has a brutal <laughs> butter allergy, so same thing. Other than her, she didn't buy into the margarine thing. She just had no choice. So that, dude, we, like, I remember saying, this is the crazy thing. I remember saying when I was young, like, we can get butter. We, it's not peanuts. We can have it in the house. I can utilize butter. Can someone buy some fucking butter? And they were like, no. What's wrong with you? Your mom's allergic. And I was like, it's not that kind of allergy. Like, she just can't ingest it. The rest of us, can, I can have bread and butter. See, but no. I bought in. I was like, yeah, margarine's way spreads. better. It spreads. it spreads. Like, you chumps. You butter chumps. You know, you're, you're constantly, like, having to 
let your butter thaw before you use you gotta it. leave it out and go this is what i was telling myself matthew like mm-hmm. the, the ravings of uh what, what's that thing where you get kidnapped and then you uh doctrine S- stockholm stockholm syndrome <laughs> stockholm syndrome <laughs> yeah doctrine um yeah, so yeah, so there you go. Doctrine. <laughs> yeah, you finally got that, Matt. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> Brought in a joke from last night. Oh, so you hear this? The Impossible Burger is now killing people? Yeah, but I knew that. I had read that this but summer. But guaranteed, that's just like the whole vaping thing. It's, you know, follow who's making the money from them telling you that the Impossible Burger isn't good for you. It's big meat. Yeah, it's all, and, it's all along the same know, Well, no, what I was going to say is this. I think the problem, I think, first of all, the problem is they're testing it on rats in like mass quantities as if you're only eating impossible meat. It's, a, it's not good. That's the bottom line. It's well, no, supposed to be better. Saying, it's supposed to be better. No, that's, I think Jamie's right, though. I've never, I've never heard it advertised as healthier or better. All I've heard it advertised was... Uh, a substitute to meat because everyone's like, well, the, the meat industry is killing the environment. So I've never once heard any claim that it's better for you. Never, ever. That's fair, but it might be evident that's worse for you than meat. Maybe, but it's it could be better right for the environment. Listen, it's actually, well, hold on, Kamar. It's a double-edged sword. If it's killing people and they're not eating meat. It is good. For it's, it's great for the environment. The simulation or whatever. Dude, if we could just... 20% of people, if we could just, just 20% of us. I have a serious question. The richer, the better. Uh, a serious question, okay? Do you <coughs> think that Kanye is A, starting a cult, or B, a ter- the best marketing genius of all time? Best of all time. Yeah. Can't it be both? Well, here's what I was thinking. I, I I was thinking that too, Matt. I was like, why can't it be both? But I I'm like, he's either really like believing the 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 religious angle, or I think he's using that religious angle to make a clothing line. But I think it could be smarter than that. Think about this, Kanye. I don't think he's that smart as far as like whatever you guys are talking about. Just hold on. Go ahead, Kamar. Do what you want. I think he has a team behind him that's probably got some smarts behind them. I think this of Kanye. I think he realizes I'm selling Yeezys at a markup of like 15,000%, but I'm giving 30% of that to the government. So if I could maybe convince these people, I genuinely think he could start some sort of religion. Like he's, why wouldn't, why wouldn't he? He's just crazy enough He's got that fucking, um, who's the guy that started Scientology? Will, uh, he's got that S- L. Ron Hubbard craziness about Narcissism him. gene. That's what I'm saying. Listen, uh, I think that he's trying to start some sort of It weird... would serve him the best if he did start a cult or a religion and had to stop paying tax. Not only that, he could then, instead of- supportive of it. Instead of then even offering people a product, he could just talk and be like, I would just like some of your money. Which we already know he has no problem doing. Yeah. When he was in when he was in money trouble, he went on Facebook and was like, yeah. "Mark Zuckerberg, please give me a half billion dollars." That's obscene. But Sunday School, that's his. Uh, it's subversive clothing line. I wonder what Richard Dawkins would think of like all this. The best fucking name ever. I love it. 
I, I've heard people saying it's very subversive. Of course it is. Like evil. Sure. It's all white. It's Ku Klux Klan shit. Uh, more just religion. <coughs> Listen, the guy, I mean, whether he starts a religion or not, he's full of shit. So whether it's to sell clothing, I don't think to sell an album, how is he not full of shit? I mean, you're a Trump supporter, so I got to hear this fucking he's Fugazi roundabout. Here, like, is he, he just backed his way into here? Like, No, he's an incredible music producer. But know your fucking role. Stay in your lane. He didn't deserve... First, let's get this straight. That's the story of his whole life. I'm sorry. I, okay. Like, he, he, was a, he was the geeky... Do you think he actually hip-hop. designs all those clothes? That's my question to you. No, Do you I, think he I, sits I, down... I don't know that. What I, I don't know. The I, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, any of it, any of it. He, dude, his whole Yeezy line, like the shoes. You, yeah, think? I think he does, and I think that's why they're so fucking ugly. I because disagree. He's with you. in there. Like, did you see the Yeezy sandals? Yeah, they're ugly. The ugliest. Like, I'm telling you, this guy, I think, anyways, has his thumb all over that shit, and 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 it's successful. So. I don't think he wants to be in everyone's face. And he, he's like, I am crazy. I have mental illness. Like, I actually think that, though, is kind of a cop-out. Well, and I think that's part of his um, sales. You know what I mean? It's all it's all part and parcel. I think it's uh, November and less talk is coming up. So I want to edit that out. Less talk? Let's talk. You know, Bell, let's talk. Oh, fucking Bell can suck my fucking dick with their let's talk fucking horse shit. There is fuck out of here. I mean, listen, any um, any corporation that's pumping that shit is full of shit. No, any work they're doing for mental health is good. I don't I don't care if it's coming from a big company or not. I do because they're all they're trying to do is sell a product. They're not really trying to bring any fucking awareness to mental health, not to mention they're probably one of the worst companies to work for. As far as mental health is concerned, so I I have a real tough time with them being like why is hashtag Bell let's one talk of the worst companies for mental health. Well, I'm sure they don't treat their employees very well. I'm sure most of them are overworked. They had those reports about how people are pushed to like, yeah, they, scam people out of stuff. Yeah. Oh really? Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. So what I'm saying is like I just don't. If listen, if a company like uh, Shopify, whom I also don't like, but I at least can say. If Shopify came out and had hashtag let's talk, I'd be like, okay, these guys give their employees the world. So they might actually care about their employees' mental health. <coughs> it's like, what was the tweet I saw the other day? Like, we care about our employees' mental health. Like, oh, really? Because I'm overworked and underpaid. Yeah, we don't mean that. Why don't you try a yoga class? You know what I mean? Like, these companies don't actually give a shit. How much money do you think Bell made last year? I don't know, Matt. Okay, but... Let's assume it's billions with a B, right? Multiple yeah. billions. Yeah. So there's money to be spread around, but they're not. It's not like they're paying their people well. Again, and I just better than nothing. That's a terrible. Okay, no, you can tell you own a business with that attitude. It's not though. It's better than nothing. Like if they don't do it, then it then it doesn't get done. Yeah, for sure they could do more. But I'm not angry at them for running that camp- campaign, and you I don't understand be. why you are either. 
Because you can't... Simon, it's not... It has nothing to do with mental health. They don't give a shit about anyone's mental health, and they're not even trying to bring it to you, light. You don't think some of that money goes to help mental health? I genuinely don't know. I think okay. someone has an outstanding bill. <laughs> yeah, somebody got done wrong by I Bell. Don't, I'm man, not with... Actually, sure. I only I have them for internet only, and they're a terrible company. I'm telling you, any of those conglomerates, I can't believe that you're sitting here, Mr. Conspiracy, like, this conglomerate is actually doing a great job out I, here. Again, I didn't say they were doing a great job. I said better than nothing. Better than nothing. The hashtag? Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Hashtag wow. better than nothing. Whatever. Move on. Yeah, I will. Dickhead. Um, how about that guy who brews? You, you can't tell me to move on and then throw in the dickhead. Oh, I no. can. No. I thought you were saying move on to the next guest. <laughs> no. Uh, the guy was brewing beer in his own stomach. That's, That's fucking a, that, weird. That man. is a one in a million. Well, well it isn't one in a million, apparently. It happens. Well, no, they said they had billion. 30 people that they knew of suffering from it. Mark might be right. It might be like one in a million Are type they of suffering? <laughs> or are they They're just costly drunk? Or they can't get drunk? I, no, I, I don't think they, they are drunk. I, I don't think they are. It's just in their blood. But they must not be able to get drunk. He blew the thing. Yeah, he blew. But I'm sure that's why the cop was like, listen, you just blew a level where you would be fucking stumbling like a moron and, he, and you're dead sober. But he, maybe he was driving erratically. The best, though, is if you're that guy, you're now like, well, I have a green card to go drink and drive whenever I want. Who wants some shooters? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just throws up. <laughs> I wonder if you can get drunk, though. <laughs> Well, it's weird because if your body is already creating, it's a good question. That's why when they said it, I thought about that immediately. I bet they can't get drunk. But that's the, so here's my thing. This guy didn't know about this until, sorry, until the cop pulled him over, right? If your whole life you're drinking with your friend down and like, you'd think at some point you'd mention it to your doctor. Like, doc, listen, I was at a keg party last night. I did my best to kill myself with beer and I didn't even get drunk. Well, it's kind of like that whole Jamie edibles thing. You're not running to your doctor like, hey, doc, what the fuck, man? I'm not getting high off my edibles. No, but now that they're legal, I might mention that to my doctor next time I go. <laughs> All right. Well, no, but at least then your doctor could say, oh, you might, you know. It it's could a weird be. way for him to find out. It is weird. Oh, it's super weird for sure. It's kind of random, as the kids would say. <laughs> so, um, Bert versus Ari... Celebrity boxing. I think that's what has to happen. No. Yeah, I think that's what has to happen. And No, I, because there's no commission behind it. Ari can't be trusted. That's it. I think you're seeing a <sighs> fracture of the comedy world <clears throat> as people choose sides in what happens. And you're seeing like the comedians that are like, you know, skank style are obviously, you know, more supportive. Yeah, they don't think it's a big deal. And then the people who are more conservative are, you know. I don't think it's they're more conservative. I don't consider Santino a conservative guy. And even he was like, yeah, it's real simple. I said more conservative. Okay, fine. More conservative than this other side that's standing with Ari, you know. And I think you're seeing it, man. I think you're seeing it all happen. It's like the beginning of uh, Lord of the Rings, you know, where, where the factions start separating. I don't think so. I think everyone's benefiting from it in the end of the day. All camps are building. I mean, I think Ari is suffering from it. You think he's losing money from it? Mm, I, I don't know about those metrics, but 
He's standing his ground. I mean, you can't hate him. Remember they were talking about um, uh, the people who are sick and then fly anyways? Yeah. Oh, our, we have a fr- our buddy oh, I know. did that. That exact hold on, hold situation. On. In his defense, ribs. he he was not warned not to fly. I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm just saying. He, yeah, he nearly lost his life. Like that was that close yeah. right there. That's really something you're not supposed to do. I flew back from Cuba with my broken foot. That's a foot. This is different. The ribs is uh, it like no, it swelled up ribbing. though. Like it got yeah, I know. Huge but I was like, uh oh. But they he had a punctured lung, and they no, specifically it, say it was far worse for him. Yeah. But I'm saying, as it was going up, I was like, uh-oh. Like, there's no way I can say, sorry, we've got to take this down 10,000 feet because I'm no, swelling. You're Arab. you just got to yell bomb, and then they'll do it. But our buddy, for, everyone, for listeners, our friend of ours had a motorbike accident in Boracay, where he broke a bunch of ribs and punctured his lung, and he flew back like two days later. And when he landed in Ottawa, the doctor was like, you're so lucky to be alive. It's crazy. I told my stepdad, and he immediately was like, holy fuck. Holy fuck. Maybe it's a conspiracy theory that you're not supposed to <laughs> They just want to keep you there for extra. <laughs> the tourist industry trying to keep know, you there. I did it too, but no, it, it, I was scared for a second. Simon, we got to move on. All right. Um, Overheard in LA sounds like a hilarious website where they just listen to conversations of people. That sounds exactly up my alley. I was a little annoyed because um, Greg Fitzsimmons does a thing called Overheard. Like it's a segment of his show. I wonder which one came out first. I'm sure it's the Fitz dog. It's not. I th- I feel like that's a very old premise though. And like I, no, I you know fair enough. I don't think like time and memoriam copyright it. I guarantee if you went back to some 1920s magazine, there's probably like a some column somewhat like that. But I thought about that for a second. All right. Well, let's rate Santino because we were 50 minutes in and we've done one of five. I think Simon's got a lot more for Santino. It's all good. Let's go. Well, I'm sorry. I just if, we're, if we've spent 20 more minutes on Santino, then no one else is getting any time. Simon, we'll start with you. Uh, Santino, I give a... Three. Kamar? I give it a two. I'll give it a two. All right, let's move on. Let it be recorded. 1372. Kevin Smith. Correct? That is correct. Look at me go. Season two, and I'm on the fucking ball, baby. 1372. Kevin Smith. Getting serious. The Circle Jerk. Another two hour podcast. Just saying. Well, this was two hours of two guys sitting naked in front of each other, just fucking tugging on branches. Well, this was the biggest demonstration of how Joe gets when he's sober to how Kevin wanted it to be. Yeah. Like, because Kevin is such a fan of Joe. He's just. Yes and no, though. See, that's the weird thing is like, I was like, you're such a big fan, but you don't even listen to the podcast. But he starts by jerking him off for like twenty yeah. minutes about our life. It's the you're the car seat, you're the like act, and he and Joe just is humble bragger. Like it's weird, man. It's weird people don't say, but he's like give him because Kevin Smith's podcast long before Joe Rogan, yeah, was a, had a popular podcast, but just didn't do that. But let's keep in mind. I think this dawned on me the other day. I know he still does the UFC, but that takes up very little of his time. Joe is one of the only ones that 
only concentrates on the podcast. There is nothing else. Other people got to throw other things in the air. Or whatever Precisely. You know like what I mean? Like Kevin Smith director. was making movies. You, I can't imagine that it would be easy to run a podcast while simultaneously trying to shoot a movie. So I think that's very important. Same with Mark Maron. Like he's in a couple of series. He's acting. I don't know. Fuck Maron. I love Kevin Smith. <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. Fine. Even then, Corolla. Like, I guess Corolla is the only one you could say that maybe he's the only one who, like, only does the podcast and only concentrates on it. But he also, for a long time, had one of the biggest podcasts in the world. He might still. I don't know. That's fair. It's interesting now how podcasts have become a proof of concept for television shows, eh? I was thinking about us with Apple Plus needing programs because they only launched five. We should pitch a big Breaking network Dad. show. But they go in and they're like, uh, this is what we want to do. And they're like, well, you know, try it as a podcast for a year. See if it has any legs. See if you get a following and then come back and we'll. Well, When they said that, that didn't make any sense to me, though. Well, it's happened. I mean, I can tell you a bunch of examples. Fine. Training ground. I'm just saying if I like I told a story on this podcast the other day and, you know, Kamar was like, that could be a fucking script or show, whatever. How could I make that into a podcast for a year? Where it's proof of concept. You would um, figure that story out and tell it how you want to do it and do it in eight parts, four parts, a series, and do it. That's the biggest, hardest part is doing it and then releasing it. I think the idea is that you can do a podcast for virtually nothing and find out if, uh, whatever. About anything. That's probably a weird idea, but if you just had like an idea for the premise of a show then you could find out if anybody even had any interest or, you, you know, I get, look, I Absolutely. don't, I don't think it's right because I think you're selling the wrong way. It should be, you know, TV trying to prove that they can be on a podcast. It seems like you're pitching a dinosaur at this point. You know what I mean? No, but you guys still keep talking about how TV is this dinosaur. Like what is wrong with both of you? I don't think it's a dinosaur. I know it's all switching over to YouTube and streaming and fine. But even if it switches over to YouTube, that's, it's still television, right? Like, we agree with that, right? We do. It's just on a different yeah, platform. I, I don't call it television. Well, why? I call it um, stream of vision. Okay, so he's just being a dick. That's fine. I get it now. <laughs> Cable, that's what you mean. But it's still, it's T, okay. I, mean, I, he might, I don't know. I was being a little bit facetious, but just to see you get so angry is almost worth it. I'd like to state for the record, I haven't been angry on this podcast in quite some time. This you know what I'm like is, when I get angry. This is just a uh, show you put on. No, I get agitated audience. by you. You agitate <laughs> me. That's all. It's a minor irritation. You're like a thorn in my side or a, a multiple paper cuts on my finger. Uh, are you done? This fucking guy right here. So do you think uh, Joe's going to have Adam Curry, the pod father on? Because that would make sense, right? Well, he says he's tried, so I don't... Did he say he tried? I don't I know. I think he said that, yeah. I thought he like said I... he had never tried. Oh. Yeah. No, I thought he said I had, I've had. i tried to get him on, and, or I've reached out. No, no. I think I think the guy said, whoever it was, Kevin, said, have you ever tried? And he, was, he, he said, no, I've never tried. But maybe now that'll make him reach out. I mean, I don't know anything about that guy, but it would make sense that, you know... I think that within... The next couple of months, I said this. The Rock will be on mm-hmm. just because of the introduction. Now, yeah. It also dawned on me, though. I think he's going to have both Diaz brothers on together for an MMA show. 
Okay, if he has, that will be <laughs> the stupidest show ever. He is. I'm not. I'm not. Am I wrong though? I think. I think that would be one of the bigger MMA shows ever if you had both Diaz brothers on together. They deserve it as like a calling card. Like they ride at the sunset. I mean, he's been. They've both been on before, haven't they? I don't think they have. Well, Nick has been on. Are you sure? I think so. Yeah. Well, Nate hasn't. Nate hasn't. Probably a reason. I don't think they would either. That's my my other thing was maybe they wouldn't unless they have something to sell. Conor McGregor would be interesting. I was about to write J.R.E. Diaz, and then I was like, oh, well, that'll bring up a whole bunch of other shit that I... Because Joey's been on a million mm-hmm. times. The um, His weed sounds amazing. Like, I know he was trying to sell it, but he did a good job. Yeah, like, he I did. I want to try that weed. Well, 45%? Jesus. Indica, and the sativa tastes like breakfast, like maple syrup. But even if you can't find that one... Uh, caviar, that's the brand. Cav- gold caviar. Caviar gold. Or caviar or whatever. gold, yeah. whatever. So that must be really good too because it's the same dude who made it, just not for I was thinking, Bob. I was thinking of your heart throb when he was like, I wake and bake. Knowing that he's stoned all the time, you know what I mean? And, and very functional and doing what he does, you know what I mean? You got to respect that. Um, I think anybody should do whatever the fuck they want, man. But he's got to be a, a folk hero of yours. Uh, not because he wakes and bakes, but well, I like him regardless. I think just he's such a proponent of marijuana. Mall Rats is one of my all-time favorite movies. Absolutely. And Chasing Amy, I like a lot too. I know all. I I love. I love. I'm saying I love Kevin Smith. Like this was. I mean, I find some of his shit totally over the top. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like. He's a comedian. Did you guys see Red State? Because the last no, time... No, I never did. I remember the last time he was on, he was promoting that. And that's a crazy movie. It goes crazy. And I watched it because of this. And now that... Did you watch it at all? You never watch it at all. I don't even know what Red State is. No, no. It's a movie he made about Republicans or the South or whatever. But um, you don't watch physically the interview. Did you watch it? No. Because his head is so much smaller than his body. Yeah, no, I know. It's almost like he's in like Beetlejuice. It looks like there's actually four people in a trench coat, like holding his head up. It's ridiculous. His yeah, his shoulder to, and then he wears those trench coats that go like down to the fucking ankle. So he looks healthy, but so I love him. I just fucking love this. When he was talking about how he wanted Joe to do a role in a movie, and the manager said uh, no, Joe doesn't want to do that. I was like. Okay. Listen, I got this. I got a private line to Joe. I'm Kevin Smith. Yeah. Joe, you want to do this movie? No, I have no interest in doing this movie. Oh, fair enough. And he was like, so much respect to you. So much respect to you. Thanks for saying no, Joe. You know, all my other friends said yes, yeah. but I like how you're true to yourself. <laughs> no, but it also, to me, it was it also spoke volumes where he's like Ben Affleck, Matt Day, like all these people, Tommy Chong. Like when he was going down the list, I was like, and then he goes to Joe assuming like this podcaster will definitely do my movie. And Joe's like, yeah, maybe you can go fuck yourself. I'd rather not. He loved it. I He, he loves Joe so much. It's crazy to me, though, because like Joe did that terrible fucking mall cop movie. For Kevin Zoo, James. Zookeeper. Wasn't it Zookeeper? I thought that it was Mall Cop, was but maybe it was Zookeeper. That was a different time. And I bet you, because you, we've all seen the footage of him smashing on the bike. Yeah, of course. That's Telltale. 
he did that. It's like, I'm never acting again. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah. That was horrible. What am I doing out here? It was horrific. It was horrific. I mean, that shows you, though, that like if Joe's not good at a sport, he's terrible at it. I think that's why he has all the physicists on to try to understand what happened. (laughs) The physics (laughs) of riding a bike? (laughs) Exactly. He couldn't figure out how to ride a bike. He needs to understand the universe. There's a hidden room. Dude. There's a hidden room at the compound that's like Simon's Pepe Silvio. It's just it's him with all the bike physics of why he fell, trying to figure it out. Yeah, and a bike he's never ridden again. Yeah, it's a it's pa- all, the bikes it's on the padded wall. room. Yeah, just trampoline floors. He can't ride a bike. That's that's so. That'd funny. The funniest was like him explaining it too. Like he just seemed like he'd never ridden a bike. Like I mean, you know how one of the brakes is for the front wheel, right? Like yes, Joe. Why did you keep slamming on that one? Yeah, like. No, he's good at what he's good at, and the other stuff he's not so good at. No shit. I love how Kevin Smith is telling this story, telling a story, and then the conclusion of it is that his grandmother is a dirty freak slut. Well, this is the biggest problem in the podcast, and why Sober October is a problem, because right at that point... Joe becomes thoughtful and goes on a 25-minute rant <laughs> about fighting and when he got to hang it up yeah. and how sad it is. And he wanted to talk about how nasty and filthy his grandmother was. Yeah. He wanted he was to do anal jokes. He wanted to do, like reach arounds, have them all come over for a poke. It's so true, Kamar. And you're right. Joe goes on this huge diatribe. And then at the end of Joe's diatribe, Kevin's like, so... uh you're related to the guy from My Chemical Romance, right? And Joe's like, yeah, we're cousins, but we've never met each other before. And then, boom, right back onto another topic. Well, what more, well, what, what what more could he say? Uh, what that, was he going to say? That, no, I, no, I really, really don't know him. Like, I swear. I mean, he wasn't going to push that home more. I get it. It's weird. He doesn't know his music, I don't think. I would have been like, okay, hold on a second. You guys shared the same grandmother... You're both famous and you've never met each other. That is fucking. Well, hold on. Weird. Joe wasn't hold famous. On, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Take away the fame. Who cares about fame? If you and I share a grandmother, how have we never met? Right. But you and I being famous doesn't have shit to do with it. I just found it odd that like anyone that I share a grandmother with, I know pretty well. You know them. You've met them. No, but I'm saying like it goes further than that. I know them pretty well. But you've at least met them. Yes, I've met my cousins. Yeah, your yeah. first cousins. Yeah. I'm so, I'm sorry. You can't just breeze over that, you know? But they did. But they did, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll breeze over it too, I guess. Um what do you know my chemical romance? Like No. No, Simon Simon would like I think what Simon's saying is he would have liked Kevin Smith to have been like how is it possible that you've never met your cousin? Don't just throw this weird thing in there, this weird fact, which, by the way, he throws in totally into the middle of the conversation. Like, there's no preamble to it. You know what I mean? There was nothing about what they were talking about that reminded... It was just... No, but you know what? I'll say this as a... Fanboy now. I'll say this as a pothead. You could tell that it just hit... That Kevin Smith came with, like, I have to ask him about this because this has been driving me crazy. And then when he gets there, just in the middle of it, he goes, oh, fuck, that's right. Absolutely. Dude, you're... Absolutely. Yeah. You're so-and-so's cousin. Yeah. And when that guy was big, Joe wasn't big. 
or as big. I don't remember when my chemical romance. I don't know any they of this were, shit either. They were because they exist, but I'm just saying Joe is the type of guy like. I'll see if I can have that my cousin who's in some band help my career. There's no reason for paths to cross. One of the weirdest things to me, too, is I was like, they showed a photo of the guy from My Chemical Romance, and I was like, that guy's Italian? Like, he looks like some goth emo. You know what I mean? Like, Well, Santino's Italian. That's a callback. It's just... Yeah, that's true. You really can't fucking say how someone is. What are you writing down there? Simon looks like a mad Simon. Some mad scientist over there. Look at him fucking. He's vigorously writing in his book. Um, no, we have our first uh, book club entry because he suggested to Joe, Kevin Smith, suggested to Joe that he read Last Words, the George Carlin autobiography by George Carlin and Tony Hendra. That was an amazing story he told. Oh, that's the, anecdotes about George Carlin. Yeah. How sweet, well, too. Well, you'll get those all in this book, Kamar. How sweet on your lunch break to just have George Carlin do his hour set. Like, imagine imagine you're on your lunch break and Chappelle walks in and he's like, yo, you guys want to hear my new, uh, my new special? I'd be like, oh, fuck. That's how committed to you have to be. The only sad part was when you talked about him on his jet plane. <laughs> the fucking yeah. airport doing cocaine going nowhere. So sad, yeah. You know what I mean? And and thinking that he wanted to be an actor or whatever, but he just, it's so interesting. So the craziest thing, Kamar, and you can obviously relate better than anyone, is that people really do, by and large, assume that comedians just get up and just wing. That's the trick. That's the trick of it. No, I get it, but it's just crazy to me that like, but my thing is we're not in Oz. Like everyone's looked behind the curtain at this point. There's no. But more people than not are even in awe that you're standing there. Not in awe, in Oz. <laughs> I, I, I know that. Okay. I was trying to play off of it. I know. But they're just in, I can't believe you do that. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. No, but it, <laughs> there's levels. Yeah. I just mean, okay, either way. Keep going, Simon. What do no, you, no. What do you no, got please, there? Please, if you have. Uh, no, no, I was done. Well, the the Kamara was correct. The first part of this episode is all about blowing Joe. I said that. Sorry, you both. Kamara was right. Um, yeah, you mentioned it, but Kamara was right about it. We all agree. That <laughs> you fucking dick. So the second part, though, is all about. Let's talk about it. Talk about it. Go there. Go aliens. there. Aliens. Yeah. It's all about aliens. That's the impression of Kevin Smith. Like, I could imagine Simon like, yes, Prada, Prada. I, I was not, I was not expecting it at all, mm-hmm. but I can't say I was disappointed. You would have preferred. Well, there's nothing for us to talk about. We already talked about all they were doing was what we do. Well, uh, so what we're going to do is go. We're so deep in inception here. We're rehashing the rehash of a a rehashed episode. Yes. Yeah. No, I think there were some points. Yeah. No, there were Joe. I I just find it amazing how bought in Joe is like he believes 100% that Fravor guy. There's no part of him that was like disagree. He said, I believe he's he, do you not listen. You only hear the things you want to hear. Kamar, clearly. Kamar? I, I am confused. In no, that go I, ahead. Finish that. Sorry, Kamar. Just one second. Finish that. <laughs> Joe's exact words were. I'm pretty sure that's a big one right there. I'm pretty sure I believe most of what this guy has to say. And then he says, I don't have any reason to believe that he's making it up. And then Joe went, but but who knows? 
And I'll give you one one thing right away that I mentioned when we did the episode. This guy gave us a reason not to believe him. Because he specifically said, like, Joe was like, this guy doesn't really have a reason to make up this alien stuff. And it's like, yeah, he also didn't have a reason to make campers believe that there were aliens. But he clearly enjoys having a go at people. So I'll leave that there, though. Well, but just, you just because he has a sense of humor doesn't necessarily mean that either way. You read it. As, you read it as thing. Joe was just balls deep no, in this Joe, thing. Whether or not Joe believes in aliens or not, he Joe definitely, definitely believes, believes in this favor guy. Kamar. I agree that he he believes this favor guy. The problem is, I believe he really believes Bob Lazar. He definitely that does. Was, that was Bob that Lazar. was the subtext. But I, you see, this is the problem because I also believe Bob Lazar. Wait for it. Just because he's a space pimp, that sucks. It it definitely takes away credibility from his story, but it doesn't make it untrue. And same with Fravor. Just because he's a a prankster doesn't necessarily Fine. take away the credibility from the rest of his story. So hold on. Just because he's a Navy Air Force pilot also doesn't give credence to his story then. On that same on that same token, right? Fair enough. Fair enough, but I I whether he's navy or not, he understands what a plane, a, a, a airplane or a jet is able to do. I understand. Okay, that, so if nothing else, he's able to say, you know what, the way that thing took off and moved is. But the problem also is that he believe, like beyond. you said, is that he believes Bob Lazar. Now, again, Bob Lazar, I believe Bob Lazar too. Bob Lazar has been discredited time and time again by countless numbers of people. And again, he is a propulsion expert. I don't necessarily self-proclaimed. Bob Lazar could be being used as a patsy. It, it could be a lie, but I believe that Bob Lazar believes. Bob Lazar, yeah. I'm and glad you believe. Well, good. I'm did you write down? You don't believe. Did you write down? You're just going to look foolish in the end. I, no, I don't believe Bob Lazar. That's for sure. Well, I think you're silly then. You're not believing Bob Lazar because he's a pimp. No, because I just don't believe him. That's okay. why. Okay. That affects his credibility, but um, thank you. you. At least, come, at least Kamar can meet in the middle and be like, it does affect his credibility. Did you write down? You just want to tap your head like Mel Gibson in Conspiracy Theory, like some fucking maniac. <laughs> yeah. like, it's better than the pen. Like, it is better than the pen for sure. <laughs> He's, He's go got the, the pen. Yeah. Did you write any of the questions he asked? He asked Joe, like, "What if they come and they're hostile? Or do you want to be here when they come?" And I believe Joe said, "Fuck yeah." Oh, Joe said, "Fuck, Fuck yeah, yeah. I want to be there." Do you want to be here when they come, Simon? Even if they're hostile? Uh, fuck, I don't know, man. Clearly. I don't know. Hostile, I don't think I want to be here. I think we're going to end up just getting our fucking... There's no reason. I, I want to say this. I believe there are aliens, and I don't ever believe there's a chance they would come down and be hostile. I think we project ourselves onto them too much, whereas we might go to another planet and potentially be hostile. I don't think... If they have the technology to get here, they could wipe us out in an instant. And again, why would they not have done it already? But also, what would be the gain? Like, this is how I look at it. If you can travel anywhere in the galaxy or universe, you don't need to go to an inhabited planet to steal their... And obviously, like... Well, what's the gain of stepping on an anthill? No, I'm being serious here, you know? Most people wouldn't do it. You'd be like, well, those ants, as insignificant as they are to me, worked really hard to build that anthill. But there are people out there 
who are just dicks. But and again, they go around stepping on anthills the same way there are races of aliens out there who are just dicks who go around but how do you know stepping that? on is... cosmic anthills. Okay. I don't, I don't, we don't know anything, Matt. But that's I, what I'm saying is I'm going on the assumption that, see, the other thing too is so what you're... I guess your argument right now is that only one race of aliens has been coming here. Then. No, I think multiple races. So of then that's my point. If multiple here. races of aliens have been coming here, we would have been wiped out by now. That's why. Or they're all part of this federation and they follow a certain set uh, rules, which are you cannot annihilate planet. But some of them may be breaking those rules. Like that's why you have things like um, abductions and some of the abductions seem again. Don't don't. I have to roll your my eyes at you, Simon. Listen to what you're saying. You're we're having a conversation. You're you know what? You are so like you just assume that you're right. Well, no, you assume that your line of thinking is correct. That's because if we sat here, Simon, and I was like two plus two is four. Again, you're like, you're, you just assume you're right. But let's play it out for a sec. Maybe if I took two and added two, but like, why do you do this? Two plus two equals four. I'm with you. Okay, but there's certain things in life that you're just like, but why is it like that, Matt? How do you know that? Why is that? Well, you know, I don't know why two plus two is four. <laughs> like, okay. I, I don't okay. know that. I, I, I get why adding two and two equals four. I don't know where that originally came from. Jesus Christ. You know what, Matt? I'm done trying to convince you, man. There's no convincing. You know I just said aliens exist. Come on, let's continue this Well, I didn't get to say what I thought. Go ahead. In that at one point, uh, Kevin Smith was like, Joe, so do you believe in aliens? And Joe's like, yeah, I believe in aliens. And then they, when they talk about travel, and this is where I don't believe they come here. I believe it's dimension, dimensional. And, and, and Joe started to talk about that and then Kevin was like what do you mean about dimensional and Joe wouldn't talk about it but I, that's the more the simulation they talked about that too that's the more reasonable thought of interdimensional interdimensional is what you're looking for dimension dimensionable I want three things dimension dimensionable interdimensionable interdimensionable um <laughs> Poet poetatus. So, so you're thinking, just to clarify this in my own head, you like the idea that they are jumping through time. Is that more what you're thinking? Time is like nothing in, in what I'm thinking. Time doesn't exist. Okay. Well, it's like, what's that movie? Was it Contact? Not Contact. Um, maybe that was the movie. What was the movie that came out like in the last couple of years with... Uh, Jodie Foster? No, that's Contact. Um, no, it had the chick from... Uh, Interstellar? Was that it? I don't know. No, it's the one where aliens come down and land in like the fields. And Prometheus? No. Deep Six? Six Nine? No, Jesus. <laughs> it had Jeremy Renner and the chick that was in uh, Amy Adams. Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner. Yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, where the aliens are like behind a, a pane of glass and they make like yeah. like ink she, splatters she's almost. She's trying and, to rescue someone, isn't she? Well, no, she... So the, the movie is played out like almost backwards linearly because once you figure out how these aliens talk, you can manipulate time. That's kind of the idea. They, they are timeless. They don't experience time. Okay. So what Kamara's saying is... That's what, what we're, that's what we're dealing what with What I'm saying boys. is there, if there's an alien race that can somehow... I mean... 
And our technology and AI will get us to a point where we enter that and then it's like it's just like the thought of the time machine yeah and then so you think ai will not make time relative anymore that's what you're saying oh uh, well and that's where i'm we, not trying to hold you no, to no, it no, like yeah. i'm asking yes that's what i'm saying that's okay. where we figure out <laughs> but i don't want to be held to it in 20 years from now <laughs> that's where we figure out death and stuff then too right kamar because that's all intermingled with consciousness and if you believe in death you know what i was thinking today there's no way, like, unless if you go to hell, you have to pay rent and have bills. If you just sit there and burn, it's not that bad. But if you have responsibilities that you still have to do, like life, like real life is more of a hell than hell. Well, maybe you are in hell right now. Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> Dr. Peterson. But that's how I look at it. Like, how could hell be worse than having to do shit you don't want to do and stress about shit you don't want to stress out about? I think that's okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. So you're saying you're living in hell right now? Maybe I don't know. I have to go to hell, then I'll come back and say, "Ah, it was worse." Come on, on a scale of one to five, Jamie's rate your life. <laughs> <laughs> three. Yeah, I'm writing that down. Um, come on, rates life three, Jamie's. Yeah, we'll see how he feels at the end of the podcast. Yeah. Well, no, it'll be the end of the year. We'll go back and see. Um, my favorite part of the, or my favorite idea of this whole alien thing is definitely the ancient part. The idea that they could have found, like Bob Lazar said, one of these UFOs that had been dug up in a, you know, to prove that they've been coming here for a long time. Because then to me, like I started this whole fucking year ago with, you go back and you look into the Bible and you look at all those mentions of the angels and that, you know, it just, it really kind of ties things together for me. But do you not think, I was thinking about this the other day, that the structure of the world today make all those things look stupid? What do you mean? Gobeki Tepe, fucking the pyramids, What do you whatever. mean the structure of today? The super buildings they've built no, in we, Dubai. We, and- we just... First of all, those are the only things that are left after that much time. So you tell me if if a, a ice age hits today, what is going to be left after fifteen thousand years? You know what I mean. And we also know that they, if they were advanced like we are, it was in a different way. They weren't building the same kinds of buildings that we are you know i just think our technology and buildings is underrated compared to all these ancient structures like some of the buildings are insane insane they're crazy but should it all freeze around them do they all fall i don't i don't well we know they tumble under mass heat right low blow low blow was it or is but, it the right blow? But even bridges... Jet just, fuel will not melt steel. Sorry, keep going. Just everything we've built is like more amazing than anything they found. Now, I, again, I don't, I don't agree with that. I because don't agree of the, with that. Because of this, how long this stuff has lasted through time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think our buildings would last that long. No way, no how. The apartment buildings would last that forever. No, I don't think they would, man. Really? Why do you not think they would? I just don't think they were built the same way. But maybe they would. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, maybe a, the, I'm just curious. It's a maybe bri- the parliament it's, buildings. It's a stone building. The parliaments will be here for fifteen thousand years. It's possible. Very interesting that we will, none of us will know. Uh, I'm curious. 
they they managed to she's like a solid structure well this is this is a crazy idea too is that like you look at something like um what's the one in peru there uh machu picchu or there are lots of them right where we know that they've built on top of existing ones like um uh, uh the one in lebanon there bilbao or whatever it is it's you can see the the stones at the bottom are much much bigger than the next phase up because they obviously found an existing structure and rebuilt on top of it but something like the pyramids in egypt they have stood that way for this long so it's just yeah but simon it hadn't been destroyed by the time they got there or they don't think anyways yeah but simon i mean listen if we just go and stack up a bunch of massive rocks and I mean massive. If we just stacked up a bunch of rocks in a perfect form like that, there's a good chance that 20,000 years from now, yeah, they'd still be there. They'd be eroded, but there's no reason for them not to. Like, well, I'm saying, unless people go and actively move something, why, why would 10 million tons of rock move itself? Why do you think weather or nature would? Move oh, it? to build on top. You mean? Is that what you're? Well, I just about? you're you're like the pyramids have withstood however long. What I'm saying do to you, you think is, they withstood ice age. The pyramids. Well, the pyramids didn't. We know that. That's what you think. No, or or they did build on top of it, and there was something underneath it that got destroyed, and they rebuilt fine. But the top. modern pyramids did not go through an ice age. They, you you they, know that they don't believe so. Yeah. Because unless it gets hit by an airplane, I don't know why one of these buildings would fall anymore. For real, they're crazy buildings. Listen, I'm no 9-11 conspiracist, but I, I, I never thought that flying a plane into any level of a building would topple that big a building, top to bottom. It would ever. have to be earthquake that took it down and or you, a tsunami. You know the conspiracy just in like getting buildings built in New York City and stuff like with the mob and all of that shit. You don't think there were corners cut in tons of the structures that were built? But that's saying all structures built around the world, there's corners cut in there. Yeah, of course. I would have a tough... I mean, listen, I know what you're saying totally, but it just... It would seem... I I have a tough time believing that the World Trade Center, they cut corners. What do you know about the the Great Wall? Great Wall of China? Not a ton. Well, I know you can see it from space. Yeah. Well, that, that was built a long yep. time ago. Yeah, but that's a- hold on. That's that's fucking A.D. Yep. or C.E. Excuse me. That's current epoch. That's not. It's, or wait, no, maybe it's a little bit B.C. No, it's not. Well, it's not no, like fifteen thousand years old. <laughs> no, but even then, it's years old. The Great Wall or something like that. I don't think it's three thousand years I, I old. I forgot my phone. I'm 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 blind. He he. I mean, I'm an idiot. One of the questions. Out. Well, you looked that up. One of the questions he asked Joe was whether he thought that humans had been seeded by aliens you know what i mean with the resounding i don't know well nobody knows but that would explain that massive brain jump right like we know that happened we don't have a reason for it all we have well are there's fire cooked food we have theories yeah, yeah, yeah. but that could be one of those you know it's it's an easy one I because i would not be able to say no that's impossible well we can't say no anything is impossible we just don't know I just, I just think structures they are actually kind of crazy. We'll see what takes them down. Oh no, we won't see what takes them down. But well, we won't. But or maybe we will, Kamar. Dun dun. Yeah. 
Exactly. No, I love I love Kevin Smith, and he's such a great hang. And he's so out there and open and talking. Like, yeah, he's great. I'm not getting a straight answer here, because um, it says. I mean, so what it says here was. Uh, Chinese states, empires against various nomadic groups. This is their policy. Several walls were being built from as early as the 7th century BC by ancient Chinese states. Selective stretches were later joined together by Qin Shi Huang, 220 to 206 BC. So what they're saying is there was there were pieces of wall that they were just building for fortification. They started piecing them together just before the year zero or one or however. So it sounds like building on top of, but it's different because it's a wall instead of a building. You know what I'm saying? They were, they had already found my point though. Either way was that the, the great wall is at most fucking 3000 years old. And what we're also contending here when we throwing around the term BC is when CE now, pardon me, he, him, uh, when Jesus, was put on the crucifix. Yes. After that, it's CE. At that point, the pyramids were somewhere, and there were already crazy ruins that they knew nothing about. No, the pyramids had already been built like years before, like thousands of years before exactly. Jesus, right? Exactly. So these people, so these people around there would have seen the pyramids as like I don't know those, those wild the triangles. E- the Egyptologists say that uh, the pyramids are like. 3,000 or 3,500 years old, but now they're willing to push it back to like 5,000 years old. But we know that through what's his name there and his research with the Sphinx, that they have to be at least 10,000 years old. Listen, there was probably... There was probably a whole civilization going on in Egypt that got totally wiped out by the Great Flood. And was rebuilt by the existing um, whoever was left after this disaster and these new people that were, you know. Dude, this is exactly what Bill Burr was talking about with the raised eyebrows. I asked Simon, how old are the pyramids? He gives us a three and a half minute answer with his eyes like this the whole time. Like, to be honest, it's ancient. I mean, you could add it up, but the um, the pyramids are not mentioned in the Bible, right? Okay, we're going to get, I got to say it, we're going to get know. too bogged down with this aliens and ancient stuff. This is a Kevin Smith episode that we got to end. Um, okay, well, just going out. Then, yeah, yeah, a few more. Did you find that Joe sounded a little angry at Dawkins when he was talking about Dawkins? Annoyed. Yeah. As we were. Yeah. It was a, it was a consensus, I think. Well, I think, again, Joe was like, I came all the way down here. I got Jamie down here, and this guy gave me one hour. No, I found he sounded put off. Well, I think it also just like, you know, Dawkins just sounded like a grumpy old man as well. So Dawkins and Kanye, that would be fire. That'd be the worst <laughs> podcast ever. It'd be lit. Yeah, no, he, he definitely sounded like he might have uh, been not salty. Too, yeah, maybe salty. Yeah. I'll save the rest of this for the post show. Okay. Okay. So let's raid her. Come on. We'll start with you. It was a four. I loved it. I love Kevin Smith. I love everything they talk about. Simon. I will give this one a three seven five. I'll give it a three. Three from Maddie. So that was definitely your favorite one of the week. Most likely. Hmm. 
Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to uh, where are we here? Thirteen seventy-three. That's correct. Kyle Kalinsky. Recorded who knows when. Yeah, I don't know. I'm all fucked up there. I thought I had some theory going, but I don't think you like do. Another one that bit the dust. Come <laughs> um, on, you must have loved this. This must have been your favorite episode of the week. It was two Trump hours bud. and thirty minutes. So, just did he tell you anything right. you didn't know? Yes. Yeah. He learned a bunch of new things, actually. Really? Yes. Well, he didn't treat Kamar doesn't believe anything he said. So, well, he didn't, Ka- Ka- no, no. Kamar had his um, ears stuffed with uh, Donald Trump hats or whatever. No, no. He's on one because, uh, unbeknownst to you guys, he just came from Politicon. Yeah. No, he said that in the whole thing. Okay. Well, but did you watch it? No. So, he debated Jesus, Charlie man. Kirk. It was a bunch of um, debates and panels. Simon, is there drinks up there? Yeah, there was a bunch of debates and panels, and okay. he, he was like a crowd favorite. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Who did he debate? Uh, Charlie Kirk. Who's that? He's like, if you could th- imagine, exists an intelligent Trump supporter who defends Trump. Like, Hold on. First of all, I understand that there are smart Trump supporters. Yeah. Well, I just want to make that clear to you. I don't think that everyone that, like, I don't think you're dumb. Thanks, buddy. You might be wrong, but no, but this guy, probably wrong. this guy has good points and like they debated and uh, Kyle just kept swearing and stuff like he's a, he's a grandstand artist. Uh, he's chosen. This is how it is. And I'm going to tell you, Matt, I can't argue with him, with his, his indictments of people, but overwhelmingly it's everyone is doing this, whether it's worse now when Trump did it or. Like, no one is like, they did good. It's all corrupt. I'm aware of that. That's what always bothered me about you. That's Listen, my whole problem with you being a Trump supporter was simply that right there, was that, like, I don't mind you saying everyone's corrupt. I'm with that. But to then just say, like, but I'm going to go with this guy because he's going to clear the swamp. Like, you had to know that was bullshit. Because, like... No, I still want to believe that. I still want to believe that. I but, still but, want to But how that. can you believe... Listen, he... You can't clear the swamp while simultaneously lining your pockets. Like the guy, he's made it very. I, I've totally forgot about Jimmy Carter's peanut farm. No, yeah, that's crazy. That precedent makes sense. But even when he was like, "Yeah, Joe," and he got three hundred thousand dollars from Saudi Arabia, Joe's like, "Well, hold on, that's not that much money." Yeah, but this is the that's problem. Not that big my, a deal. my problem with that statement right there is like three hundred grand isn't a lot. Dude, he could be doing five of those fucking deals a day. We don't know this. These are the ones we know of. So to sit there and go, oh, the guy's a billionaire. What's 300 grand? You're missing the point. You're not in that seat to make money. I know, but none of them are, but they do. So it's, it's, not, it's just pointing out the obvious. He was able to indict Trump more than anyone else in this. His take, like he wants to, you know, health care and legalize all drugs which I agree with him on emphatically. Oh, I'm 100% with that. But he was on fire because coming from Politicon. What's that look, Simon? Nothing. I'm just oh. waiting for Kamara to finish. Well, you asked me, would you guys, what did I think of this guy? <laughs> I just... I, <laughs> done. Okay, uh, great. Um, you didn't have to be done. You can keep going. I agree with Kamar that the idea of Trump was right. 
it's just a shame that like he's not the white knight we were looking for because he is so he's not a white knight he's a fucking terrible dude so his the idea of what he was trying to do i think or or maybe he was never planning on doing it but what he was feeding to us that idea was something that i think they needed let me just ask you this like did you really truly truly believe knowing donald trump and his track record knowing anything about his business accoutrement did you ever think that he was really going to get in power and and clean the swamp like honestly kamara yes the way he was rallying you you really did what what he's still doing to, yes you had to watch these things it i was, watched them dude and the, the, so you have all these people and all those people voted and you had hillary clinton not doing that yeah but okay my point though so is I said he's gonna win no but yeah, so you were just rallying behind the guy you thought we were gonna win i'm what i'm asking you is did you honestly whether you thought he was gonna win or not if he won, did you actually think he was going to clean this? Did you actually think he was going to go into government and change shit? I actually think it would be better than Hillary Clinton. And I actually think that that's not my question. No, but you're, you're, Matt, again, you're skating around. The I question. Just answer the question. It's a really easy question to answer. Yes. Yes. I thought there I, you I, go. I, I believed in it. Thank but you. What I'm trying to say is as I was watching his rallies, all the mainstream media, I hate to say it this way, were saying he's losing. No one likes him. Sure, like, that's it, fine. It was the most bizarro simulation okay, thing to watch. Okay, but uh, so this, again, this goes back to what I'm saying to you, Kamar, is you're, I understand that you're anti-fucking-establishment and that you're anti-journalist um, or whatever, or media. I understand that, but just because you are those things doesn't mean you have to then support this fucking asshat. That's my point is like if I believe in him. Yeah. Or what do I do? I can say I don't care about anything. No, you can listen. First of all, we don't vote yeah, on their election. Exactly. So at the end of the day, it's a moot point to, to support anyone anyway, because you're not voting. So that's my question to you is as a Canadian who has no skin in the game, it seems very odd for you. I understand you being like Hillary's terrible. A lot of us thought that most of us thought that. What is that? Somebody at your door. It's a woodpecker. Oh, it's the neighbor. We might have to take a break from fucking podcast. That's just going to keep on going. Why would they be? Is the podcast too loud? No, it's him working in his basement. Oh, we can barely hear it. I can hear it. It's driving me crazy. I thought it was somebody at your door. In any, I have a doorbell. <laughs> in any event, what I'm saying, Matt, is whatever a bad person he is, is better than what the other possibility was yeah and it isn't i'm in, sorry it okay isn't sorry. impossible that he was going to do it like he, he's just the type of um narcissistic hubris guy that would be like i want to be the dude who actually changes this you know and he so it's not he doesn't have the body count yet it's not it it wasn't impossible okay but stop that's what i'm asking you is this corrupt guy what made you think this corrupt asshole genuinely was gonna what made you think this ego maniac corrupt fuck was actually gonna get the the most powerful seat in the world and then go you know what I'm gonna change this you're both smart people he doesn't like people telling him what to do and that's what they were trying to do is say look even if you're president we're still going to run the show so I don't think it was a, a beyond reason that he'd be like no fuck you guys i'm gonna do it my way you know he is not more corrupt than a politician i well that's that's a ridiculous statement though see and that's my problem kamar is you're supporting 
I've been trying to get to the bottom of this with you forever is you can't tell me why you like, what is it about him that you support? Is it that he's not a politician? That's it. That he keeps busting the government and like a two year investigation with, um, how is that busting the government? Because even Kyle said, like it turned out Mueller knew nothing. Okay. It was just like a figurehead. who was like, uh, I thought we would just get this guy and I would have to answer questions. Like, why are so many people protesting so hard with nothing? It should be so easy to take him out. Can, if he's so corrupt and so bad. Can I tell you something, Kamara? The easiest thing, and I think the thing that Matt is having the most problem with, I hope, is that you're unable to say, I like the idea of Trump, but not Trump. I've said he's a piece of shit a million times. But it's not even that. The, this is no Simon. This is what bothers me more is you guys are wrong on the idea of Trump. If you think this is your guy to go in and change government, you guys are fucking it's retarded. Anybody? There hasn't even been like. There's been nothing like this ever in the history of politics. That's because okay, I I don't know even where to start. There's nothing. How can you say there's never been anything? Ronald Reagan was a fucking movie star, so. To say there's never been anything like this no, in no, politics. No, 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 but he wasn't going in trying to buck the system. He was status you know? quo. He was seen as bucking the system. I think my point to you guys, and this is where you're getting lost, is you think that just because he said, I'm going to go in and mess up the system, that he had any intention of doing that. I think Donald Trump's only intention was to go in, rile people up, and line his fucking pockets, and that's exactly what he's doing. And you guys don't see that, like, especially but you. Why does that bother you? That doesn't bother me, a guy doing that. You know what I well, mean? Well, he definitely shouldn't be doing that in office. But they're all doing it. Uh, he talked about all these politicians are doing this in office. Like okay, but I get Okay, so you're happy that he's doing it openly? Yes, I've said that many times. He's, he, you, 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 you are... Um, See, that's my problem right you get there. get what you're seeing. Like, there's no fucking lie. They're all fucking horrible scammers. But All those politicians. But right there, Donald Trump lies all the time. So you're full of shit. But I think he's a better person than them. How? Because they lie all the time too, but they pretend they're good. He's like, I'm an asshole. Like, so you genuinely think that Donald Trump is a better more, person than Barack Obama? More transparent, yes. That's the most absurd fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. I, I think that uh, Barack Obama also went in under the best intentions, you know, what and I mean? lied his pockets because he was forty million dollars. No, no, I just don't mean. I don't think he went in as this evil guy. I think he got in there. And, I don't think evil or that exists. Like everyone wants to do what they're doing, but well, no, to them it's not evil. Okay, but he's he's worth forty million dollars now. That's not right. If people just go in there to do change and not line their pockets, he lined his pockets. I think if you were weighing the goodness of Obama versus Trump, just take away their presidency, I think Trump is a worse person. Trump was, I mean, uh, Barack Obama was against gay marriage. That's a bad thing. You mean he changed? Whatever. It doesn't matter. I can see Trump's a piece of shit and he should go. But I can honestly say to you, yes, I thought he would go fuck shit up in a positive way. And I think he has. Until the body count comes. like. But okay, so let me ask you there. Give me two examples of how he has made the U.S. government a better place he got in his out, four he years. He got out of the Paris Accord. So he's wasted a lot, uh, saving his country a lot of money there. That they're going to give a billion dollars for, for no reason. And um, I think... He saved... Hold on. So you think that saving his country... One billion dollars is that's 
I, I, hey, that's a whole department. I don't, I don't know. You know, all the money goes to their military. That he's like, that was Kyle's biggest problem is that he was dealing with the Saudi Arabians, and they're doing all these drone strikes on behalf of Saudi Arabia. They're moving to Africa like four hundred and thirty-five percent more apparently. And it's like everything it grows, but I like I don't know it. And the be- the best part was he goes, "Do you know Donald Trump's doing this?" And he goes, "You know what the short answer is no, I don't." Well, I will say that this. was very telling to me. I gotta say this: the whole the drone strikes are up four hundred thirty eight percent thing. I'll tell you why that doesn't bother me. Drone strikes have been around for maybe two decades now, three if you really want to stretch it. But let's say two decades. It's going to keep going up because they're trying to lower the American body count. So the better the drone technology gets, the more drone strikes. Right. I think what Kyle Kalinske was saying, they keep throwing this insane number out at Obama. He did this many. Yeah. Oh, I I know. It's the exact same logic. You know, don't like they're, they're all going to do it. Those, the, the presidents are the same in those regards. You know, Um, Trump is pulling guys out of Syria. Well, we find out that, He's pulling them out to put them into the neighboring country to fight the same war. So it's all just optics, you know? And especially on the kind of optics, Bill Clinton is a far worse person than Donald Trump. Absolutely. I'm uh, sorry. Well, I'm sorry. Until, you could argue that. Until Donald Trump gets um, mixed up in a whole bunch of uh, child pedophilia ring I'm allegations. Sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. I'll agree. Listen. All Donald Trump is is a piece of shit and a bad businessman. I don't think he has the smarts to be as terrible a person as Bill Clinton. Well, how did he get into office? Just, I mean, total dumb luck. Is that what you think? Who, Bill Clinton or? No, Donald Trump. Of course, he's never held office before, Simon. Now it, he has the most powerful position in the world. What I'm is it anything short of dumb luck? Well, I mean, I don't know, man. It's, yes, it seems like he, he probably had some it sort of plan. Be, it, it can't be. be. I don't think so. Although, either. no, it shows you it is. It's all about money, and that's it. Money I'm, and charisma. I'm confused because I'm telling you and I, stupidity. I watched his acceptance speech, and it is in a cafeteria. It was. It was a place to say, hey. We tried. We like it was. It, he did not think he was going to win. If you can see body language of some come out, he was honestly surprised. So I can't believe it was such genius. I'm telling you, it was all Steve Bannon. He got him there. Yeah, I I can agree with that the as tea well. Tea party. It was the tea party that. I mean, if nothing else, we can all agree that. There are bodies in the government that outlast the presidents, right? And call it the deep state for lack of a better term. Whatever you want to call it. I don't care what you call it, but that that is just they come they watch presidents come and go and they run their own business in there. So I think what Kamara is trying to say is Trump is the first one who hasn't been in the pockets of those deep state people. He's trying or whatever you want to call it. He's trying to fight them where every other president that has got in there except Kennedy, I guess, was just another puppet on a string. <coughs> Let's move on. You want to um, respond to that? Wheezy? No, I just don't care. No. All right. Um, and he's a one trick pony, this Kyle Kalinske. He supported my idea, though. To legalize drugs? No, no, of, uh, like, the referendums. Oh, no. Of letting the people vote on, like, the big I, stuff. I agree with that, too. No, I know. We all we all agreed with it. I was just saying, I brought that idea up, like, you know, episode 10 or whatever. Was it this one? or so? There's a French sci- political scientist who thinks the best uh, governor would be a robot. I mean, of 
like AI, you know. Yeah, what I mean? Well, I knew what you meant. Yeah, making decisions based. On I know you didn't mean a magic eight ball. <laughs> Do you want robots making decisions for you? Well, I think a robot would have done a better job of getting the rail here. You you know you know what I mean? And the human beings, how fucked our city. Like, I mean, well, I'd, Simon, here's what's really crazy is they could actually just let Google vote for you at this point, and they could have a hundred percent turnout. Like just Google, based on your based preferences? On, yes, like, Google knows. Uh, well, what I'm saying is I think they know within a, a point or two wh- who you would vote for, especially in a two-party system. It's so much easier, right? Except if you, that even with our election this year, like I literally went in thinking I was going to vote for one per- one party and ended up voting for another. At the ballot? At the ballot. Wow. That's another story. Sometimes the time. That's very interesting. Mm. Because emotion. Um, for whatever reason, yeah. But that's- it's because there was someone standing there with NDPs or against lines, and Simon was like, "Yeah, I'm with them. Fuck this." <laughs> Fuck lines. <laughs> that's why people make decisions, though. And uh, Trump hit the right emotion, and that's the and Hillary didn't. And now, I did you see she was on uh, Trevor Noah, and he goes, "I'm dying to ask you this. Yeah, how'd you kill Jeffrey Epstein?" Yeah. And she just starts howling. Whoa. It's crazy that they're like joking about it in front of her and like in front of us. I know, it's disgusting. That's what's crazy. It's disgusting. It made me. It made Trevor know more tainted. I've never liked that. But guy. more to Matt's point from before, like um, Jimmy Carter had to sell the peanut farm. Yes. What is Conflict going on? Conflict Yep. If I could figure out the loophole, I'd do it too. I go fuck you. I figured how to do it. You know what I mean. Well, no, it's just crazy. There should have, like, that shows you how corrupt the government is, that there should have, it shouldn't have been, there's no choice. You, sir, you don't have a choice. You want the seat. These are the stipulations. Well, we, Sell it all. We know how corrupt the government is. Our I own, know, but it's. They kept Bernie out. Our own prime minister flies oh, that wasn't countries on our own dime, like, breaking the rules, meets with people you shouldn't breaking the rules it's just i love how you act like trudeau's the only one that's done that no they all i know they all do it that's my point and so trump i don't doesn't stand out as more of a shyster than any of them and i think he's a visceral because he's such a piece of shit people just i fucking hate that guy and i don't even care i just i look at this guy and i'm like there's absolutely no reason this guy should be in the most powerful seat in the world i cannot say kyle kalinsky's full of shit you know what i mean when I listen to him talk, but he, if you listen to him talking, it's the, all these guys get a hour and a half talking points together and they ride that yeah, yeah. all the way. You think he's lying though, Kamar? Like, I'm really interested in that. Do you think Kyle Kalinske is just full of shit? And when he gives me like this stat I'm about to give you, it's just a straight up lie. Well, give him the stat first. Jared and Ivanka made $82 million since Donald Trump has been president. That's not the accurate stat because they made like eighty six million the year before he was president. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I don't like that stat because unless you give us, unless you give us what they made in the previous years before his presidency, They're then the number rolling. doesn't fucking matter. He picks and chooses, but I, I don't think he's a bad person. Because son, I don't if, like him. If we found out that Ivanka made a hundred million dollars in the five years, in every year previous. You know what I mean? Then all of a sudden I go, oh, so she actually made 15 million less this year. Mm-hmm. However, if Kyle Kalinske goes, Ivanka made $4 million every year in the lead up to his presidency and now she made 86, that's a fucking gotcha moment. That's where I sit there and go, oh, fuck. But to just give the one stat, it doesn't... That, that, well, no, that, that turns out what debunks it. But 
he never made a sports team, and now he's found his lane. He's found a spot, and um, I can't argue against him. Like he's wrong. It just See, seems to me that, this is where it all falls apart for me with Kamar. Sorry, Matt, because I'm like I kind of agree with you on some of the things you're saying about Trump, but. I'm more than willing to listen to this guy's side of the story as well. Whereas you've just totally shut down to it. You know what no, I mean? No, he wants to legalize drugs. He wants health care for all. Like no, 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 but you will not listen to a bad word he has to say about Trump, even though he's willing to say when he likes something that Trump did. Do you know what I mean? He, like, he gave Trump a lot of kudos and Trump bad. I get it. Like, But he, he what I asked you right at the beginning of this did you learn anything new about how corrupt Trump was? And you said yes. And my answer to no, the question was no. You asked though, me if I learned anything new. I thought it was about mm. Trump's corruption. Um, well, how about the Jamal Khashoggi thing? I don't know if he was really a reporter or more of an operative. I I, I believe that's part of the narrative. Mm-hmm. At least it's still not right. And I thought nineteen people got sent to death for that. They didn't. Because they said he, that just went away. In their own country. And it might not be the people who did it. But. I was just going to say, in that country, who the fuck? They could just send 19 people to death. They're just pulling people off the street. Yeah, I do. You killed Shikoshogi. <laughs> yeah. But I, I thought they said that it just went away, but I think they killed some martyrs. I mean, that's the thing again. When he says it just goes away, I'm sitting there going, it, it it's in Saudi or it's Turkey or wherever the fuck. Like for us to say, we, I mean, we have no idea. They're going to tell us whatever they want. Listen, if you're if you're working in a country where a guy can have his head sawed off at a fucking like in a where was it? Wasn't it at the It was in Turkey in the Saudi Arabian embassy. Thank you. Okay, so what I'm saying though is if you're in a country where someone can get their head sawed off in an embassy, I mean, who knows what information's coming and out. And like of they it. said, it was a message. <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just an argument that went wrong. Or a country that has an anti-witchcraft unit. Like what? What are we dealing with here? You but know? we as Canada sell weapons to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a good thing. Well, I, what is it then? Is it is just a thing? Like, I don't know how we still work with them. It's crazy. It is. But there's so it, many other. There's so many other oil players we, in the world. We still work with China because it probably has way more than oil. Cash. You know, it's got cash. cash. No, no, but it could also just be like they're ingrained into the system of the way things are done now. I don't know. Yeah, so you unengrain them. Get them the fuck out of there. I just... I, They're still stoning women to death. That's yeah, obscene. It's crazy. I, uh, so my final statement will be Killing like, people for sorcery. If you were to take Trump out, it doesn't get all better all of a sudden. And I feel like he's been a a blip in the road that is just shaking Here, up a bit. So here's what where I'm hope, actually going to... Here's where I'm going to disagree with you, Kamar. I actually believe that if there's the powers that be in the deep state... I actually disagree with you. I think Trump is the biggest distraction to let them do whatever the fuck they want. He's the perfect person to bring in and go, listen, we've distracted 360 million people with anger and dissent and all this shit. And now we've just done, you know what I mean? It's a good chance for them to run roughshod and do whatever they want. But that'd be 6D chess. Ruckshaw? Roughshot? Ruckshot? It's roughshot, isn't it? I always thought it was ruckshaw. I thought it was ruckshop. Well, now I got a. I think it's rough shop. I don't think it's rough shop. I think it's rough shop. Anyways, he's fired up. And at one point, they're like, "If we went for dinner, no, but it's rough shod, rough shod." Yeah, I mean, Matt makes a really good point. What was the point you were making before I uh, tried to correct your grammar? 
that the deep state is using oh, Donald Trump use- as that it, once he gets in, they're like, this is perfect. This guy's going to distract everyone for as long as we need them to. I mean, that is possible that I, now that I think about that, that's not so that's not such a dumb idea. Most of his ideas aren't great, but that's not, that's not Thanks, a terrible Simon. one. <laughs> Fucking dick. Because just like Bob Lazar. And again, he thinks that he got in, like he's not part of this. It, that's the perfect patsy, right? When you're so oblivious that you're even possibly a patsy. And that possibility is the most insidious. And don't forget, too, well, that, it's an egomaniac who's already like rich and who's just happy to sit there and tweet out and get more. You know what I mean? Well, He's not a guy who's going to sit there and actually ask questions. It's interesting. Interesting. I don't hate that idea. At uh, one point, though, he was giving props for we just talk like this and no one would talk like the way they were talking because it was Kyle Kalinsky talking with his hands, hammering away all his speaking points. You know what I mean? It would not be a nice dinner I mean, I'm just going to say this. I don't like Kyle Kalinske one fucking iota. He became more unlikable. Why? Yeah. Uh, I just, he doesn't seem like a person that I would want to be around. I wouldn't want to have dinner with him. Sit beside him on a plane. He's tall. I don't care about his fucking size. Does that change your dinner plans? Well, he's tall. Now I'm having dinner with him for sure. (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck? He can't, he can't suck his dick. He can't grow a beard either. Okay. Well, well, neither neither no can di- I. So we have that in common. No dinner. Is it, is it repellent or attraction? <laughs> no, you're just. That's just purely a um, a feeling you get. It's not. You have nothing. To yeah, yeah. I'm not. Sit- I'm not saying they're like. I don't like the work he does, or I'm not like. I'm not anti Kyle Kalinsky. I just. He's been on what two or three times now, and and every time, like it. Just the Trump impression, and I don't know. I'm his just, Trump impression is spot on, and he's just got a. He's got his fans and everything. He he became less likable. He annoyed me before. I think I called him a cuck before, but what about his national ballot? That's what I was just saying. I just said that. Well, don't you think that's a good idea? That's what I said ten minutes ago. I said that was. I remember I had that idea in like episode ten of this thing. I said that's what they do in BC. They have a lot of like referendums where they'll say. How do you, the people, feel about legalizing pot? As well as who do you want to elect? You I think ha- that's a great you idea. You hate that, Kamar? No, actually. Do you know what Yang proposed? Is that everyone gets $100 to give for political contributions. Mm-hmm. And so they all of a sudden are the credits. lobbyists. Yeah. I like that idea, too. Election credits. So when the lobbyists had $100,000, they could give you... A uh, bunch of voters can say, "Here's five million dollars." I, I understand well, the no, concept. I, I didn't understand it till it was explained. But that is, that is not. Um, it's not. He go? It's not. He went to go kill his neighbor. It's not a vote in, implicitly, but it is. You could for this idea though. Can you vote? It's just a vote on certain things, right? It's not not every. Um, I agree. That I, not that everything idea. will be voted like this, or does everything get voted like this? So what he's. What Kyle said in this specific instance was they would do like three big ticket items, maybe five. The question then becomes, who decides what three That's what ticket say, items like, get on there? Does gay marriage go on there? Or is like weed the biggest? Or where do you decide what? And why not just do everything like that? Like, why are you? Well, you can't. That seems to be the most diplomatic way to get things done. So I mean, I think go. everything is too much. What? This is the thing. They could just do this monthly on the Internet. Well, the internet is the problem, right? Because it's so easily, it's so fallible. You trust your bank account. That's all I have to say. 
Yeah, I was blockchain thinking, and blockchain. Hold on, I was thinking about the whole we trust our bank account thing. The only reason you trust your bank account is because that money is insured. I think people, I think money gets stolen on the internet fucking six million times a day you just don't hear about it because that money that gets stolen is insured by the government and the ba- you know what i mean so it's you can't not insure your vote that's my point is that they the reason they haven't done it to this point i was thinking about this hard the other day is because the powers that be know how much gets stolen from the internet and how much gets moved around and for them they're like we can't risk you know no, because they, yeah, there's like a certain amount of acceptable risk that you're willing to take when you do business on the internet. And That's the thing, because listen, banks make trillions of dollars a year, so they're like, it's fine that we lose whatever. But Kamar, you brought up a good point that I hadn't thought of is, and again, I don't know enough about how it works, but someone needs to figure out a, a way to use the blockchain to vote. I'm sure they have. Security-wise, yeah, I, I agree. But we know from everything else we've heard that all these elections are rigged anyways. Besides, forget the... There's just another way to rig it. I don't know. It's a, it's a, just a mess. I think he's going to win again. Unless he gets impeached. I mean, you can sit there and say elections feel rigged. I you know, I truly feel like for this year, our election that just passed... Didn't, Did not feel rigged. It didn't feel rigged at all. It felt... It genuinely felt like people that wanted to vote went out and voted, and their voice was heard. But their but the conservatives got more votes than any other party. Yeah, they got they won the popular vote. Which yeah, opened my eyes to that concept. Unfortunately, only at this age to realize that doesn't make sense, or this has to be changed, or is this how it has to be? You know what I mean? As far as what electoral reform is. <coughs> I don't mean to kick a dead horse, but he was waiting online at the TSA. Oh, I know. Experiment came up too. Like, there's a bunch of experiment. Yeah, I remember we had this conversation. Americans say they like to say experiment instead of experiment. Mm, roof. And then someone on someone hit me up. Was roof. like, yeah, you Canadians mispronounce everything. Roof. What roof? Son of a bitch. Roof. 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 It fell off the fucking roof. That um, that Oppenheimer quote is so fucking like scary though eh? it just it's so perfect for what we now know happened you're not gonna say it oh i am become death i have become death destroyer of worlds yeah. he said that after he saw the test for the uh but atom bomb but it's from the baga gavita yeah so it's Someone else gets the... But what's interesting about that is there are... And Matt's going to hate this and we won't dwell on it, but there are stories going back into like old Indian scripture about nuclear weapons being used way, way, way back in the day. So it's just... That's an interesting time. Ridiculous foresight. Well, it's just... It really shows you that this simulation is full of little like tales to grab onto, you know, to tie things back together through the ages just saying um uh, did you see trump so after the guy got assassinated was it after he got assassinated and he wanted to do the video like obama did so no the video just a photo they just wanted to have a war room photo oh it was just a photo anyways so they pretended that they had been in the war room and not on the golf course and they took pictures where all the wires were unplugged yeah yeah. No, you didn't know that happened, Kamar? No, but could I ask you a question? I don't know. Sure. He didn't want to acknowledge that it happened. He just wants to... The fact that they still found a way to criticize him for 
what <laughs> happened. And who, what do we know what happened? Does that make you feel like really? Not no one. You can't give him one. I really hold like- on, hold on. No, no, no. I, I can I can I just feel this one real I asked quick? Both of you. Uh, well, write down your point, Simon. I'm sorry. I got it. Someone lost their life, Kamar. Whether the person was a piece of shit or not, that their government actively went and killed someone. And this guy had the audacity to, in a press conference, be like, he died like a dog. Like, I, 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 I you're the head of state, arguably of the world. You, you have to have some coot. The way you talk has to, like, I'm sorry. I, I felt like it was unreal. I, I couldn't believe it. And when asked about Muammar Gaddafi, Hillary Clinton said, ah, we went, he died. She wasn't, she, <laughs> she wasn't president. No, she was Secretary of State. Either yeah. way, Hillary, command. Hillary Clinton's a horrible person. Yeah, I hope that the fact you're using isn't arguing against that. I thought he might have been not. obnoxious no. the way he made it sound. But <laughs> but that listen, all they were saying, Kamar, was they were using, they used the proper benchmark, Obama, and his speech about how they captured someone. I mean, you, you were the one that showed me the side-by-side. Like, I don't think presidential... There's a term that came because of Trump. What? Before Trump, every president was presidential. Maybe not George Bush, but look at No, him there were some that were way more presidential than others. I don't think so. I think Trump brought that term to the forefront. <laughs> but see, that's just you. That's your confirmation bias. That's you creating the narrative that you need to keep going because you're like pro Trump. I just don't think it's but that we, way. But we know, we've just, we all agree that. Bill Clinton was much more presidential than Trump, but he's a worse person. So where does that leave us? None of it matters. Here, take the care. point is this, Kamar. Here, I'll, I'll give it to you this way: when, when, before Clinton gets elected, when he goes back to Arkansas to have Billy Ray Rector executed, I'm fairly certain that he didn't have some fucking disgusting speech after the fact. He just did it, and then he went and became president. <laughs> And I think that's the difference. Trump Trump would have held a press conference and explained why he had this fucking half-retarded, lobotomized guy executed. Like, well, I don't think Trump's having anybody executed. And I don't think point. Trump has ever smuggled cocaine. Oh, I guarantee you Trump has smuggled cocaine. What I, I don't think What so. I was going to say was <laughs> I don't usually agree with Tripoli on most things, but I kind of like his stance on Trump where he's... He's willing to point out the good things about him, but he's also willing to laugh at the pictures with the wires that not plugged in. But you don't seem to be able to do that, Kamar. I howl at where, everything he does. I, I think Trump is so. hilarious. But where does it end? It's not funny anymore. Like everything he does is stupid. That's hilarious. the paper. It's is it still funny after it all is. these years? We just watched that side by side video, and I could not stop laughing because that shit is fucking hilarious. Because whether or not this guy is going in there and trying to clean house, he's still a total jackass. And Obama was a smooth uh, talking motherfucker, but was a total jackass. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, fine, but okay. you you're just not able to like. I do laugh at Trump. I like you. I, I you, the narrative you're painting me that I think he can do no wrong is invalid. Like I've admitted him over and over I'm again. I'm just telling you how I hear it. That man. he's fallible. Well, that's what you're hearing. But I've admitted how fallible is. I've said we should get rid of him. What more do I have to say? To when did you say we should get rid of him? Really? I don't. I don't remember you saying that. The last three episodes, I said the distraction's got to go. Oh really? Uh, I don't I, remember you saying that. Well, my well, maybe that's my confirmation well, bias. I well, apologize, uh, Kamar. I don't well, remember you saying that. Listeners, they don't listen to me. They don't listen to me. Now you know what it feels like to be me on this show. Listeners, he does mumble a lot. <laughs> that 
<laughs> yeah, you probably said it under your breath. Trump's got to go. Trump's got to go. I'm like uh, Brando. <laughs> Fuck. I like how they were getting angry at woke. Because we all hate that and we've said that for a long time. It's eating itself. What do you think of uh, woke is broke? Hashtag woke is broke. That's Tim Pool. Woke goes broke. And how about uh, woke is a joke? That might be Aren't you in your 40s? Matt doesn't like that one. Woke is toke. Just get high. Mm-hmm. Good one. Less woke, more toke. Are we done with Kalinsky? Um, He's in a reasonable opposition. Yeah, we can be done if you want. Well, what do you have there? Well, Give us I, ha- some points. I have some stuff about climate change, but that's not going to go well. So we're not even going to bother well, let's hear it. with that. No, because it just gets into a big stupid argument. And we've just been arguing the whole time anyways. So listen, it, it's the age old thing, right? How one side is um, unable. Again, it's it's like people who support Trump. You can't support him and still agree that climate change may be a real thing, right? We've all agreed it is. Yeah. We just don't call global warming anymore, and the problem is solved. Whether we can reverse it or whatever is, I think, where the real bogged down argument gets. But you know they can run a whole house's power on, uh, like, six solar panels on the roof? On the roof? By now, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why they don't do that. That's if there's, if you get sun. No, I don't even think it. you need to have the sun. I think uh, it reserves enough energy that for the days where you're not producing enough sunlight that it all balances itself just out. Well, that's it. the battery that has nothing to do with the panel so you need a giant battery <coughs> i'm not even sure how giant a battery you need anymore like i know that's the well the tesla one that's i'm just letting you know that te- i mean it's when i say giant it's it's very feasibly big it's not going to take up a room like is it bigger than your hot water tank uh I'd say it's probably like the same, like, let's say it's the same size, probably a bit smaller, to be honest. But this, yes, this is what that's I why I said mean. it's feasibly big. I just at this point, what I, I, I you want what is what's keeping this from happening? It's absolutely just big business, right? Or government. I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, like, it's crazy. I don't know if you know this, but in Ontario, it's illegal to live off the grid. Or you get taxed or something. I, I can't I, I can't remember they they did it a couple years ago. Well, they made it like you can't live. Well, you can you can put solar panels up on your roof. The government will give you a subsidy to do that, and then once you have it going, you can any excess that you, can you have sell you can to, sell yeah. back to the government. But it takes the the math is like thirty years before you've paid off the price of the solar panels. The young person's hard to see that payout for yourself. Unless you just do it altruistically. But again, maybe there's just better ways to make it more feasible, you know? like. Well, it, let me tell you this. Sorry to cut you off. Have you looked at your hydro bill recently? Like like in depth, like read everything? It's cheaper or more expensive? Well, no. Fuck the cheaper, more, more expensive. I was reading it the other day. Like 50% of my hydro bill goes to, I think it's called spillage. It basically means they lose all this power getting power through the lines to your house but they still charge you for whatever loss they have along the way and i was like this is fucking nuts so the solar panels right there at least you're not paying the fucking spillage dude think about that that is the equivalent of you ordering a coke and the waiter bringing it out with like 
a third of it in charging you the same price and yeah. being like, you know, it's a long way from the kitchen. Yeah. I have Parkinson's and I don't know what you want from me. This is as good as it gets. Yeah, no, it's nuts. It's fucking bananas. I was legitimately impressed by the YouTube community planting all those trees. And if they plant 8 billion trees, that will make a real difference in climate change or, or, or work that direction, which is more realistic than all this. I mean, I stuff. agree with you. I like when you see the product, like, you know, that some how they've taken that money and they've planted trees. Here's my problem, though, with what Kamar is saying is you keep saying, Look what YouTube did. YouTube didn't do shit. YouTube is owned by Google. Google didn't plant any trees. People that make their living off of YouTube made a decision to go and plant trees, correct? That, that community then. Which probably helped them in some way. Sure, but, but the big difference is you still, like, there was no corporation or the government that actually stepped in to do, it was people. Absolutely. That's what it's going to have to be. It's just sad that we fucking pay all these taxes and the government taxes. can't figure out taxes are sad yeah yeah the are we done with Kalinsky? well the other thing they talked about was just health care and just uh, you know as canadians we know that the idea of having a middleman involved in health care seems well they get so fucked it's unreal crazy but crazy but if for poor people it is crazy but at some point, you get into level with insurance, and it's better well, service. There should be, like we've said all along, I've, a I've tiered system. Tiered system. And that okay, everybody gets the basic because we, as a country, do that. More than anything else, we value the health of our, our people. But the premier service helps subsidize that as well. Sure. Exactly. Yes. That's what I've said. Exactly. Listen, it seems, it seems so straightforward the healthier your workforce is the better your economy will be right there's no fucking everything that's a to b that's the most easy thing to figure can't out argue so with you, why can't we all just pitch in and make sure that everyone is not only that not only that that's amazing right healthy people but the idea that you think that your country is looking out for you in some way i think is invaluable as well you know but it's not your country it's that you all it's that Everyone you pass on the street, you know that you're all pitching your same share, a percentage. You know what I mean? If this person's poor, they're not, and you're rich, you're obviously paying more in, but that's just the way that fucking is. But, but everyone gets their fucking health. Like, it's insane. But this gets ugly. What about all the illegal aliens? Do they all get free health care? Because that's what the big argument is right now. If you get in, do you get free health care? The answer is yes, you do right now. But is that you know what I mean? And that's what whoa, it boils whoa, down whoa. To. What do you mean? Yes, right now you get free health care. Nobody gets free health care down there. Well, when first they of go all, over there, they don't just the case of people do die. But I'm sure there's cases of people. Well, Simon, they can't deny they can't deny you service at a hospital in the states if you if it's like life and death. So they will like if you're. But then they charge you for it. Uh, well, someone's getting fucking billed if you're for sure. Alien, who, is, who are they charging? Well, that's I think that's the point Kamar's making is if they don't have you on record. So when you go into a hospital, they're not checking to see if you're an American citizen, is what you're telling. Well, let, let, I'm saying this: if you go in, if you're an El Salvadorian who's been stabbed on the street, and you go in, they're not they cannot turn you away legally. They have to fucking they have to get you back. Now this is the thing: the second they have you at a point where you can get out of the bed, you are fucking up and out of that bed. If you're an American yeah. or a 
somebody not from Canada mm-hmm. and you're traveling in Canada and you get hurt, do they have to serve you? Yeah. yeah. Of course. They do. Of yeah. course. That's just like the Hippocratic Oath. Is that the idea? I'm under that impression. I believe so, but I don't know. I mean, it's a good question because when you go to the hospital, they ask for your health card. So if you're an American, you probably have to show some sort of blue cross. Well, maybe cross you or... just have to pay before. I, I believe so, like, like traveler's insurance. If you don't have your health card or you don't have a health card when you go to the hospital, yeah. you pay, right? I don't know. I've, I've had a health card my whole but life. But all so. the immigrants who come here, hopefully they do well, get free health care from us, probably get some sort of social assistance or whatever. You know, Once what I mean? they become Canadian citizens. No, as soon as they get here, they need money. They need help. They need assistance. And we've agreed our role of our country to do that. But we here's, ha- here's we my, have? I got to say this. Well, whatever immigrant, whatever refugees come in, 20,000, 30,000 a year, of course. Here's my whole thing. As a taxpayer, I think that we don't, we don't live in Europe. We're not bordered by six other countries. If someone got here, yeah, they deserve to like if they just get here. Dude, it's not a fucking like if you're a Syrian refugee and you manage to fucking get here, bravo, go to the hospital, get some fucking health care. I'll foot the bill for the first little bit. You know, we we've also proven they've proven with studies that immigrants help the economy and help the country f- far more than anyone else. So the second the Syrian gets here and gets healthy, they're it's gonna take some time to assimilate. Once they learn the language, there's a good chance that person is going to start a successful fucking business and they're going to help the community and the people around them. And you're crazy to think otherwise. No, I, I want to believe that with a little help, they get kickstarted and really take off. And listen, I mean? but do, in, do bad apples come over? A hundred percent. It's unavoidable. It just in America, they have a hundred thousand a month coming over, whatever it is. It adds up. Well, their whole thing is this. They have like the best health care in the world. That's the thing. And they have a border that a lot of people like to walk over. We're also a problem. There's a lot of Canadians that like to go down for like U.S. healthcare is incredible. But Way better than you, what but it you is go up. to spend. You don't sneak over to That's, get into the I agree. System. Yes. Most Canadians that go, go with money. You are creating your own two tier. You can do, yeah. Take what you get That's here. That's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Like my grandfather. That's luxurious. My dad is. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say like my grandfather, when his Alzheimer's started to kick in, he had a ton of money and he like he went to the Mayo Clinic. Like he spent fucking. I was just going to mention the Mayo Clinic. Lots of people will go down there. Of course. They're not sneaking down there and trying to get free Mayo work done. No, no, no. They're going down because they're doctor. A doctor here probably recommended that they could do more than we could. Of course, know, yeah. Whatever, whatever the case is. There's pros and cons, but ours is a great. I, I really appreciate all the help I've got through years hurting myself. <laughs> so just on final note for him, he was like 100% sure Bernie was going to win the primaries. I thought that was interesting like because I, I feel, I know you guys don't like him, but I feel he's pretty level-headed I love on Bernie. most things. Not Bernie, Kyle Kalinske. And... But this is where Kyle is a lot like Kamar for him in that he's just, just so bogged down in his view that he can't see the forest for the trees. Which, which is possible, or maybe it's just the scenario that, you know, maybe there's just more to it that we don't know. Maybe. Listen, I would love to see Bernie. we're just Bern- dummies in this whole thing, you know? Like, none of us Old are losers. Po- political aficionados, you know? They're not talking rocket science. That's where we're dummies. This stuff is gettable. And well, you have to do your research, though. You can't just listen to little bits and quips like we do and expect it all to fall into place. Anyways, he's got the same problems as me. I give him a two and a half. Well, that was quick. Wow. Okay, two and a half from Kamar. Just fucking throwing it out. Simon? I'm going to give uh, him a 
3.25. No, a three and a half. I give it a two. So sorry. Uh, Simon gives it a three and a half. And it's weird. I give it a two. Like, I don't. Two. And I just, I don't know. Two? 2.5. 2.5. Okay. It was all politics. That's pretty much all they talked. But, but that's all he does. No, I know. I get it. I he understand. He left there, talked about Yeah, yeah. I understand. I don't I'm, like him. That was the other thing, too, is I don't really like Hell him. Oh, yeah. And final thoughts on him. Well, good for him. We find us laid, but it's not laid. I don't want to be in. Well, no. Like, I share a lot of views with the guy. I just don't. See, I, nah, whatever. Can I don't even go? like, I don't even like sitting here. And being like, I don't like someone that I've never met. Yeah, it's a fucking I, shitty thing to you, say. You let that go last year. Don't bring, don't get back into this year. Yeah. Let me don't, inside. Don't me bring petty. that hate in. No, man. I, 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 I'm not, no, I'm not being petty either, man. You're the petty one. You're Diana Petty over there. I really like Dr. Phil. <laughs> Fuck Dr. Phil. <laughs> Fuck. I hope he's never on the show ever again. Uh, oh, Simon. All right. So, uh, you want to move on? Yeah, we got to. We're so at fucking num- two hours. Number. Uh, 1374. Justin Wren. Fight for the Forgotten. Yeah. Real decent guy. Can we, okay, I just want to say this. This guy sounds like, yeah, just the most salt, like if everyone was like this guy, the world would be a better place. I could never even dream of being as good as this guy. He's younger than me and he's already accomplished way more. The fact that he's got all these parasites and still wants to do this shit is bananas. But I'm done with this episode. I thought that Joe was a little rude a couple of times. Did no, you pick I, up on that? I think it was it was sad that he was pushing uh, Justin Ren around. Well, he he retired him from fighting. What? Well, no, they had that moment, especially coming off the heels of listening to. He the, said, "I just want you to get right physically before you go back in." No, he said, "We're, we're jumping ahead," but he's like. Yeah, so uh, we're setting up the foundation that I'm going to fight. It's like, you're going to fight? It's like, I'm going to fight. It's like, you're not going to fight. It's like, uh, I'm not going to fight. Uh, my shoulder, well, there's a clear to, clear to fight. I don't, he talked him off the hill, threw off his whole timeline. He doesn't want him to fight anymore. I didn't get that at all, but you may be right. Maybe I'm wrong. Listen, I don't know why Joe wasn't just like, you've done enough good. I'm going to give you 50K. Go see my stem cell guy. We'll see if we can't stem cell all this shit right out of you. That might be nice. And I also was underwhelmed by how much it's raised, considering how much it's promoted and what the cash app is supposed to. Why? What did he say it's raised? I don't remember. $200,000. I think that's what he meant. Like it's raised recently. I feel like because the numbers he was dropping as far as wells and land they owned sounded like way more than 200 grand. Well, if you see the, did you watch it? No. The clip they show, these people live on five acres, the pygmies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it it, wouldn't, it cannot cost that much. Yeah, but he even, bought them 30. They bought 30 acres. Even that, with all the work they've done, like... That was with the money raised by Dustin Poirier. I thought he'd have millions of dollars by now raised. Hmm. I would have thought so, too. That's a, mean, I'm saying out of ignorance. Only because, though, of the cash app and Joe Rogan. That's why I would have thought it that. It feels like you listen to it so much, everyone must be giving. That's right. But listen, but have you results. ever given, Kamar? No, I haven't even thought about giving. If we get an episode that hits 50000 in a month, we should, we should do a month-long charity drive or something. something or give nice, to this I mean? guy. I mean, what this guy's doing is crazy. Sure. Though. But I'm just saying, if we ever get to that point, we should we should donate ad money, and we should 
do some ad, you know what I mean? Some philanthropy. Yeah. Simon, have you ever done any of that? Of course. Okay. Sorry. I wasn't trying to, I've never, so I we was, we do tons of shit. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I used to, I did it in school. It was it was what I did. Well, it's a prerequisite now. Well, Kamar planted all those trees, right? And, so. and oh, I plant all those trees again. I am nature man. That's why it's so <laughs> close to my heart. What those? I wonder if he knows how sarcastic I was being there. But it doesn't matter. It I'm doesn't right. matter. I gotta remember to soundbite that. I am nature man. Fuck, that's a great soundbite. So he's had malaria three times. Like this guy, listen. He did something bad. He bullied someone when he was a kid. No, he didn't do anything uh, bad. He was bullied. Sorry. What? Go on. Go Kamar, on. Go on. What? Go on. Go on. He's like salt of the earth. This guy. Okay, he's salt of the earth, but he's impossible to talk to. But he doesn't deserve to have malaria three times. Kamar's insinuating like he fucking molested somebody. No, but here, no. watch. Let me let me show you how this podcast went down. Kamar, ask me. I don't know. Ask me the simplest of questions. Uh, so you've been building wells? So we've built... Okay, let me tell you. So this kid, Raiden, Joe. Um, Raiden was being bullied at school. And and like, and like then it would be 40 minutes of that. And then eventually... This is the craziest part, though. He would eventually answer the question, which was good, but in, equally infuriating. Because when someone goes off like that, you want to be like, this motherfucker's not even listening. But he would somehow curve back around in the... The most roundabout way. And we've agreed you can't end bullying. Bullying is natural. It sucks it happens and kids got to stand up for themselves. But to say to end bullying is like free speech or something like that. I will opinion. say this though. Hold on. <laughs> Help the pygmies. Hold on. I never bullied anyone who was... I only bullied able-bodied people. <laughs> I, I think that needs to be made clear. What this guy was talking about was a level of bullying that like... Seems insane. It was a mentally challenged kid with nine other kids beating him yeah. and other people filming. And there are some things that they can help with, Kamar. Like, yeah, no, they can't take bullying out of the world. That's probably not the right thing to do. But they can certainly help yeah. with, like, That's what I was the thinking. fucking outlook of some of the kids out there. Like, again, you're taking these hard line stances on things where I don't think you've thought out the... Like, they're, like, sound bites that you've heard on Rogan. You can't take bullying out of the world you can't nerf the world like you can't but you can help some things and i think he should focus on helping the pygmies they're <laughs> like, I, I thought he just branching out and what he's doing i cannot actually criticize him for it i just felt like it's he looked in great shape but it's hard what he's doing it's it's it, it makes me feel bad it's horrible the guys had shingles five times Shingles is the worst, and he's going back. Or to, you know, our buddy else. had shingles, eh? I, I I wouldn't wish it on my enemy. But listen, this and is to me this. Oh, go, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, just to give you an idea of how bad shingles is, he had to wear he couldn't wear pants. He had to wear a t shirt tied around as pants. You know what I mean? Because any friction. I'm just saying, this guy's been through a fucking shitload to make a, a difference. And going back into the shit, like... I wouldn't do it. I mean, at this point, it just seems like pure martyrdom. And he came with all those presents. And and he he definitely was like, I'm in town, can I do it? He fit him in. It was but the thing, thing is, is at this point, like, you've done enough. Like, just run this foundation from L.A. and send other people. Like, after... Like, now you're just risking your own well-being yeah no i i'm with you i say for sure and i'm not with kamar i think if he wants to do anti-bullying work 
all the power to him, but he does not have to step foot in Africa ever again. He has done his part. He can now run it from the the safety of his own house and but still make a difference. My point is, I a think he, he makes probably. that's it. I think he, I think he makes a bigger difference alive for another thirty years doing what, the work as opposed to going to Africa and dying in five years. You know what I mean? He said like, he wants his foundation to outlive him. He's just trying to get to that goal fast well, that's as possible. Five years from now, that's not tough, going, buddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the thing. This is a tough episode. Like, I hated this episode. I really did, which was tough for me because I was like, this guy seems super great. Like, seemed like just one of the best fucking dudes. But I just, this episode. No, fucking. I mean, I agree with you, Matt, as a like a final thought on this guy. You know what I mean? He gets a five. Oh, but this a seven. Epi- this episode is going to get a... Uh, one and a half or whatever. Ooh, here we yeah. are. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, really, Once like... you made an episode of the number, we can't go Well, anything. no, but I mean, there really isn't much, like, we could, you know, we touched on the bullying. We don't know this Raiden kid. We know that he talks about the pig meat. Like, we know what he does over there. I, I, I just don't know what else to talk and about. It's a real sob story, this thing. Joe discouraged him from fighting. That's all I got from y- it. You know what I found out that I never knew about in this episode? That... Nate Diaz was on an episode of Bourdain. No, no, no. Or no, they just no. went out to dinner together. He definitely, and I was like, what? What was that dinner like? Oh, no, maybe you're right. Yeah. I was thinking, well, episode. Nate or Nick? It was Nate. But I don't think that maybe they just got together. I don't know. I don't know, man. Should probably have had more information there. Yeah, that dinner would be interesting. Um,. Yeah, no, he kept trying to divert, like you said, Matt, and Joe was just like a hound dog to find out the disease stuff. He wanted to know sicknesses just exactly to just to support his uh, uh, desire not to go over there. Here's my other thing too, like, and maybe it's just me, and maybe I'm crazy, but if I go to Africa, I am, I like, never swimming in a river. I mean, I can't even. I can't stress to you. So it's alien, the whole place. It's insane. I like was, imagine getting a parasite in your dick. And that's that's regular shit over there. I couldn't, let's put it this way, Matt. I could never go there because I couldn't sleep at night just knowing that there were bugs crawling around me like that. Like I just, I would never be able to sleep a wink. That you are, are foreign to you. That could well. be crawling into my ears and laying eggs. You just brought and- up a good point too. Like, I, I, okay, you want to go over there and help? Fine. You don't want to stay in a hotel that is available to you? Okay, fine. I get it. You want to live like they do, but like you're going to sleep in the dirt with no mosquito net? Now you've just lost me because now you're just being... It's insane. Like, I, you, I don't know. You're a person of means i'm not saying you go and rub it in their face but if you want to bring a mosquito net for the whole town then i don't know bring one for the rest of the class we are all at different levels of being a shitty person i'm the shittiest of all of us i know it like we're annoyed by his great effort yeah and whatnot but no i think you should take more to our point is that he's so important to this foundation they're doing great things he should be taking care of himself He's important to all of this. And I'm shocked at the amount of promotion, and I think it's just confirmation bias, that I thought this thing was one of the biggest charities in the world. And it's he's still struggling to get off the ground, even though I hear about it 
all the time. And Cash App, I guess, isn't selling that many. Well, where outside of Joe Rogan, I'd, I've never heard a fight for the forgotten outside of Joe Rogan. So. Fair play. But Kamara, that's why I don't buy it because <laughs> enough people use the Cash App. So if it's $5 every time someone signs up, but maybe they have to sign up and give the code fight for the forgotten. You know what I'm saying? Maybe there's more to it than just $5 every time you sign up. May, you know Yeah, what I'm I get saying? it. It's every time you use Joe, Joe's code, but so I'm still I still think that's I don't know. I'm just saying Maybe you're right. My biggest takeaway was that I was surprised when he said how much they were raising. And he bombarded Joe with these gifts. Did you guys see what the whiskey he gave him? No. No, I just heard all the gifts and this and this. So and that this. must have been annoying to listen to, but he gave him a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue with two glasses that are made from the bottom of Johnny mm-hmm. Walker Blue that have been bored down or smoothed down. That That's like, cool. I, I've seen that. Yeah. It was it was super cool, and the knives are super cool, and he's like, I already have one, and it got awkward. The Vikings lost. Fuck. So they fuck. So they've done two. I've heard two fuck. things now in the past little while. It's um that shot that they give the soldier. Remember he was talking about it that just made his PTSD go away. Yeah. <coughs> they were talking about it on this episode as well. And now this hyperbolic chamber. Like they both one Hyperbaric. sounds barrack. Bolic? Hyperbaric, I think. Anyways, whatever it was, one sounds like a miracle fucking injection and the other sounds like a miracle room. And how is this just not helping everybody? Are we still talking about the pygmies? (laughs) We're talking about what he was talking about. Are we still talking about the pygmies? No, I'm sorry. I got caught thinking about when he was talking about he had the big breakdown of what do you think they hunt with a, a metal arrow or a stick for big game versus birds? And it was the opposite of what Joe thought. But then he talked about those kids have the sticks, but they got to keep them away from the kids because they're poison, poison, poison. But it cooks off. It just, it's all too much, man. The sacrifice, everything. Like, I, I, I felt bad, and I felt bad about Joe discouraging from fighting. I thought that was a Brennan Shaw moment almost. No, I didn't get that, but you may be right. I think it was because of heels of listening to him with Kevin Smith and him talking. When he's supposed to talk about his grandmother getting turned out by eight black guys and he got into I truly the realism like, of fighting. I think this one, Kamar, in my opinion, was more him just being like, I think you should just take a bit more time. Just a yeah. bit more time. Yeah, yeah. Get I didn't take it. Right. I didn't really take it as hang it up. I took it as like, I think you're jumping into this too soon. You were in Africa like last week. And what he was saying, too, was because he said, I'm doing this next year, let's say. And Joe was like, don't be crazy. There's no way. They don't even know what your sickness is. There's no way you're going to be back in by next year. It's going to take you three years to get back or whatever. I don't think he was saying never fight again. I don't think it was a Brendan Don't you think he's getting old, though? Uh, whatever i mean i don't i don't i don't, I don't, I don't I, you guys know more about maybe you're man. right maybe he was telling him that and maybe after the episode he was like listen man like, no I, no no because he's like he's 32 32 is still your prime fair enough. and joe talks about that all the time so i think joe that's what really made hammered at home is when he said his age because i was like okay if this guy was 39 joe's telling him to hang it up 32 like he's telling him like just take a year off rest yourself get fit, get in shape, get healthy, and then beat the piss out of someone. I feel this, though. If it was Cerrone, he'd be like, oh, you're crazy fighting like that, eh? Just so tough, you know what I mean? Yeah, Possibly. but Cerrone doesn't have fucking parasites. Like, well, I, mean, he was, I was talking about his shoulders fucked up as well. Yeah. So he said it was 
shoulder surgery or something. But, but again, he's cleared to fight, so he's going to do it. But again, Joe's also the guy who's like constantly like, I rehabbed my shoulder with some fucking stem cells, so I don't see why he would have to hang it up if he's got a bum shoulder. And he talked about a whole new stem cell thing, so you never know. That's it. You know what was crazy, though? Just final thought, and then we can move off of him, was... Uh, those poachers that are poachers, I don't even know what to call them, that think they can cure their AIDS by taking the blood of yeah. the, the children. Or raping the or chick. Or raping the... Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? There could be 30 million people who believe that in Africa. Yeah. Dude. Probably, that was, obviously that was crazy. I don't know if there are 30 million people who believe that. I do Dude, th- don't forget. General, it might be a very small General subsect, Butt Naked you know? used to... Uh, I don't think so. General Butt Naked used to tear open a baby before battle oh, and eat why its you heart. Have to, whoa, why do you have to mime whoa, it? Why do you have to mime it? Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we're One last thing then, because we're not ending Jesus on this. Christ. How about these pig... I can hear you. <laughs> Did you guys watch the pygmy kid climb the tree? No. Yeah, but Jamie with the putting it back and forth was annoying. And did you um, the story about them getting the honey from the killer bees and they have the whole system where some go in and the others swat the bees away and they're willing to take a certain amount of bite, you know, like it's just fucking rough life, man. And there's hallucinogenic honey. No, that was actually all. That was Joe who said that it was this podcast. Yeah, yeah. But that, that wasn't the pygmies. That's in India. Yeah. Because they are... Sorry, Kamar, I just don't want people to think we were talking about the pygmies. The bees are probably coming off huge ganja plants or fucking kush or whatever. That's what, yeah, they're all pollinating just, just fucking Afghani kush. It's just CBD honey. Okay, that brings us up from a baby bee. All right, let's rate it. <laughs> Wishbone. Yeah, that's better. Uh, Kamar, we'll start with you with the rating. Uh, I made me feel bad. Two and a half. Simon? Matt? You you're not rating it for it? okay. He rated uh, it already. Did he say one one and a half? No, oh. no, I just want Matt to go first. Um, what did you say, Kamar? I'm sorry, I missed that. Two point five. Thanks. I give it a one. Two point five. Matt gives it a one. And keep in mind, again, I, I don't give it a one with any malice. Like I'm not. I I just I didn't find this to be an enjoyable listen. That's my honest to god rating. Yeah. I think Justin Wren is an incredible <laughs> dude. I just, maybe I've had a bad week and I, this really brought me down. Well, shame thoughts. on you if that's the case. I give it a, it's understandable. I give it a two and final thoughts on But keep him. in mind, you gave it, what did you give it? A 2.5. More than both. And you. you gave it a two. So yeah. it obviously wasn't a great episode. Wasn't a I'm gr- not. Wasn't a great episode. It's not but, like I have crazy but, bias but here. But he, we don't rate people, but if, I will rate him. I'll give him a 10. Oh, this guy seems like the a fucking... A 10 out of 5, Jamie. Listen, if everyone had a Justin Wren in their life, their life would probably be at least 10 to 50% better. He's a good soul. Yeah, seems like a fucking incredible guy. And keep up the good work, sir. Talk if you're about ever a guy who actually gets to talk about his legacy, though. Like, you, you know what I mean? He's... Oh, my God. His resume puts me to shame. Like, it, I feel ashamed. And that's why we're done talking about it. We still have an episode there, sweet tits. Yeah, I know. I thought I was in a different book. Okay. Uh, I like like sweet tits, though. What is this? this 13? You like being called sweet tits, sweet tits? Only for Maddie, not from you, asshole. Okay, sweet tits. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, Number 1375. Edward Norton. And is this the start of some weird shit on the JRE? I hope not. Where we're getting actors, because thank God he was like not your 
typical Hollywood person, but whoa, come here. What is that? You're staring me. Well, so I just you asked you a, you asked me a question. I thought I thought you were I got to admit I. I was. I, I remember us talking like, "Why aren't there more actors on this?" And then we had the conversation like, "This is the first real true big actor, other than Mel Gibson, which we all kind of agreed, Fuck I guess, Mel was Gibson. their secondary." Fuck Mel Gibson. There we go. Simon's letting it out. Um, and then once it started being like act like inside the actor's studio, I was like, "Oh, I hate this. I don't want this at all." But you know what was the only saving grace in this whole thing is right at the start, without even being prodded, I think he used the quote, "Oh yeah, actors are just playing dress up," and that at least made it so that you know it wasn't like Joe was insulting him or like he was aware that and, and then he said what it, they were doing was just fucking pretend. If you scratch an actor, you find an actress. That was hilarious. Yeah, and he said all these things the exact same way. At the exact same time as it did on Mark Barron. And you know what's crazy is sitting here. Oh, think- really? Oh, no. I got to say, okay, I'm glad I didn't listen to that. That's I got to say, sitting here, though, thinking about it now, just rehashing it all. He was so good at the subliminal name drops. And it didn't dawn on me at the time. Like, I, it didn't. I wasn't like, wow, this guy's really hammering home. But now that I think about it, he really hammered home. Like he worked with Brando, which I'd forgotten about, and De Niro in the same movie. Uh, he worked with Spike Lee. Like he's, I forgot. He's, did he win an Oscar for Birdman? Maybe nominated, but we love him, right? As I an like, actor, I like him as Be- an actor. Before going, oh, as an actor, podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- going I his liked podcast. him on this podcast. Yeah, I didn't like. Kamar makes it seem like he's a total phony baloney. An actor buddy of mine met him and said he was a total dickhead. Really, eh? Yeah. It can't be all phony baloney, but it's identical. The Baez, the Dylan, the I'm going electric. He's more punk rock. It was the exact same thing. Oh, really? Thing. See, that, that sucks. Yeah, it that takes sucked. away from it, no, but, it. But to the fucking T, and Joe got him off because he didn't want to say Jimi Hendrix was uh, amazing. He wanted to say Clapton was. The exact same thing. With Marin, the only thing that came out of it that was different, I'm sorry to be like this, was the Royce Gracie story and his interest in uh, Taekwondo and karate and stuff. Royce? Oh, but that almost... Royce Gracie? That almost... No, it's uh, Kenzo. Henzo was in the whatever, movie. Whatever, either whole- way. Either way, that almost derailed the thing, too. Because I was like, oh, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Not jujitsu. I was like, how? (laughs) I was like, Ed Norton's like 140 pounds. This isn't right. (laughs) But it was the identical thing of Joe asking him, like, the Hulk, that's sort of a hassle or whatever, initially. Mm -hmm. And him going, what are you talking about? I'm a huge fan. Breaking it down, like... Well, he, he did the exact same he thing with Marin. It is like, oh, he did exactly. Why did but Marin wait. ask him the same? I was not about the Renzo. No, but he. No, I was about just gonna, the Hulk. But I was yes. just gonna say, how did he answer all the same shit? Like, yes. it felt like Joe was asking questions. Was he not? No, they they had different things that they definitely talked about. But them. wait a second, Joe kind of out of left field asked him about the Hulk. You're saying that Mark Marin also just kind of out of left field asked him about the Hulk in a disparaging way. Really? Yeah, he was like, "You're glad you you don't have you didn't have to do the Hulk, eh? Like for the rest of your life." Mark Maron said that. Yes, and and was like, "I wonder if oh, I wonder if Joe listened to the Marin. I, I, I hope not. No, that doesn't sound. I can't believe it. You know, it's something that never occurred to me before. So, of course, I knew that filming a period piece would be very difficult. You know, you have to get everything Nightmare. right. You got to get every all every car has to look perfect. 
it never occurred to me that for every perfect car, you have to have five. There were five perfect cars that all had to be perfect. Like I just, but the, then when I started thinking about it, every outfit was probably made three times. You know, like it was just well, crazy. That it's was crazy a, to make a period piece. Really good movie that you get from a producer, a director, an actor. The Brian Glazer could have shared with us. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, even it's such a weird thing that he is identical and the way he pauses and stutters and stuff like it's actors are on a different plane you know what i mean <laughs> i was just gonna say that i know kamar didn't like that he talked about bob dylan and i don't like that he talked about it on both podcasts but bob dylan i think is my personal favorite musician yeah when i think when i go through the rolodex i think that and i think the case. what's poignant is that when he says, who does that at 21 years old? You know what I mean? Well, it makes me think, do you think he maybe did like a Bob Dylan movie or something? Or he has one coming up? Because why is he talking? Like, I don't get. Is he that limited? He's that 50 years old. I think all 50-year-olds. He's 50? Yeah. I think all 50-year-olds have feelings about Bob Dylan. Except for Joe Rogan, who couldn't yeah, give a Joe fuck doesn't give who a Bob fuck. Dylan is. Maggie who? Maggie's farm? What? Didn't Bob Dylan do like a million people in Central Park for Joe who likes big audiences? I don't know. Did <laughs> it was just, it was a carbon copy of the Mark Maron, except Mark Maron asked him more about coming up, plays, companies, studying and stuff like that. And they bashed Trump a lot more. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite Ed Norton movie? Let's have some fun. Well, are we going to play the movie game? Yeah, well, eventually. Oh. I'm going to give Kamar my phone here because he doesn't have a way to look things up. Um, but what is your favorite? I know what mine is. I got two of them that are back to back. Why don't you just tell us yours then? Okay. Well, obviously Fight Club because that's just one of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time. I was fighting with movies in my head and forgot Fight but Club But I one of them. really, really like... Mm-hmm. And it had a huge impact on me because I saw it and I just remember it being a movie where the ending fucked me up is Primal Fear with Richard Gere. Mm-hmm. His first movie. Was that his first movie? Exactly. Get yes. the fuck yes. out of town. Yes. Oh, yes. amazing. Yes. Yeah, there you go. That's the whole key. So there you go. Prodigy. Any? Do you have any others that you like from him that fit in there? Oh, American History X. Oh, yeah. Fuck, American History X. But that's not one of my favorite movies, but he did an amazing job in it. He was insane in that yeah. movie. Did you ever see Death to Schmoopy? Or Death I was going to say Death to Schmoopy. It is yeah. so weird, that fucking movie. They talk about Armarin, and he says he loves it. Well, yeah. And I'm if sure anyone ever comes up and says they, they like he's like, you're a good person. It was a crazy movie. It, it was like, so dark though. For Birdman me, obviously was fucking what a, nuts. He was in Birdman. He's the he's the lead. The other I lead. Thought, the, the Michael I thought Keaton. I've yeah. never seen it. You've never seen oh. Birdman. Is it worth watching? Obviously, it's worth watching. His performance Simon, is they, worth watching. They edited it to look like it's all one single shot. As Keep in moving, like the yeah, camera is, it. but for, right. for two hours. Cr- that sounds crazy. It's but is it a good movie? Well, it won Best Picture. It's yeah, a, it's that a, doesn't, you know, it's so a good it, movie. I think so did Shakespeare I think it, in Love, Matt. I think it's an excellent movie. I think okay. it's an excellent movie. Okay, I'll check it out. Is it's it on Netflix? Movie. Good question. I'll look it up. It's an excellent movie. Um, but I was going to say Rounders. Oh, Rounders. I totally forgot about oh, Rounders. Oh, never mind. You, it's you, Rounders. But you know what I mean? No, 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 no. no. It's With, without a doubt, 
It's rounders. That's what I'm saying. It's though. Fight Club, a hundred percent. But rounders is right there. No, for me, it's rounders right without. But I've seen rounders. Rounders is so, so good. many I times. I forgot he was even in but, rounders. But this is what I was saying to you guys. You said, "What's your favorite role?" And I went rounders, and then seeked what other movie and didn't even think about Fight Club. Like, no, but or again, Primal Fear, every, dude. Everything he does. I didn't think if I had if rounders was even in my head, that would have been number one. So you with a bullet. Matt, have you seen Primal Fear? Uh, Do you remember that? Is movie? that with De Niro? No, no, that's Cape with, Fear. It's with um, no, I don't remember it. Richard no. Gere and he, um, what's his name? Alec Baldwin. No, no. What no. I was going to say, Edward Norton, Edward Norton plays this kid who's in jail for murdering a priest because the priest has been abusing him. You, you don't. No. Anyways, are you ever going to watch it? Well, I, I remember that it turns out that he was just some evil kid, right? Yeah, it's just yeah, a yeah. crazy fucking performance. And man. American History X cannot yeah. be... Like, well, I said American History X. I, yeah. I, know, I know you did, but... What other movies has he All these can be argued for done? being prolific. Well, he did that one with fell asleep um, on me, Ben so. Stiller that he... That he wrote and directed. That he wrote and directed where they play the priest and the rabbi who fall in love with the same girl. It's actually pretty funny. It is. I didn't know that he produced and directed it. Well, he did that heist movie with, like I said, with De Niro and uh, Brando. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. They filmed that in Montreal. Yeah, they did. Wasn't it called The Heist? It might have been called The Heist, yeah. yeah. Um, so what movie do you want to do for the movie game, Kamara? And let's get that. Do rounders. rounders. We all, we all blew no, but up you know rounders. what? Because it would be sneaky. First of all, wasn't... it's a cult classic. So it made probably, it probably made $65 in theaters. Oh, Rounders is fucking I incredible. I to do... Um, How do you think they got John Club. Malkovich to do that movie? Incredible Hulk as well is cool now that he revered the role. Yeah, it's not it, my... It, I don't know. I didn't love that movie. What's crazy about that I forgot to mention is that Gracie is in that. In the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. Henzo. Yeah. But I just like I remember him being... But I didn't know yeah, yeah, who yeah. that was at the time. His The stomach thing you didn't know it was. Rounders. I cannot believe I didn't think of that. Rounders is such a great movie. For so many actors. Was it the... Did it come out right as internet poker boomed? Like, were those two things at the same time? No, it was like a... Like, I think the internet boom was probably less than five years away, but like... Oh, it hadn't happened yet. No, I don't think it had happened yet, but that's why it became such a cult classic. Okay, well, guess the year to start. It was Rounders and a hockey strike. That's what made... The uh, internet. The, yeah, you know, people say it was the hockey strike. I absolutely. Do you know how many people watch hockey? Fucking none. only Canadians. So yeah. that argument fucking sucks. I'm just saying poker wasn't on TV. Maddie, yeah. What year do you think? Stick it was? to the bricks. I think Rounders came out in '97. I was gonna say '97, so I'll have to go '98. Boom! Right on the nail. Came out in America Extra September first, nineteen ninety-eight. So Bam. It's, it's like two months ago. So that means Matt has to go first. I love how he was gonna. You, yeah, whatever. Fine. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Ninety-five. I think it cost nine point six million to make, and I think it grossed twenty-seven million. Nine point six twenty-seven. And keep in mind, Simon. I'm fucking terrible at this game. 
like the movie cost nothing to make except it had a bunch of like it had Malkovich in it, so you got to pay him. Famke Jensen. And then the two kids, but were they making money at that point? Probably not. Had he even done Goodwill Hunting yet? Um, Caught a hanger, Sarge. We got a hanger, Sarge. <laughs> I'm going to say that the. Hold movie- on, hold on. It's simple. We'll look at the bottom of the deck. Yeah. If that card helps them, then we'll know. <laughs> it's the fucking best. I'm going to say the movie cost $7.4 million to make, and it grossed. Forty-two million, no, thirty-eight million. Four. Sorry. So go on. No, that's it. <laughs> it cost twelve million to make it. It made twenty-two million. Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. I think we got our first push. Woo! First push. I crushed that. He, no, he got release were, date. He got release no, date. No, but and how much did you say it made? You said it made. I what? said it made twenty-seven. 20, or Twenty-six. No, what did it, What did it make? You said it made forty-eight million. No, no I, I was in the twenties. It was in twenty-seven. He said. Yeah. Okay. It was twenty-two million. But this is this is. Um, Ask chicks around the movie game. I'm going to print off the cards. From now on, we write them down. And yeah. I'm going to have to read them out. Yeah, we'll this, get index I cards. I apologize yeah. to everyone. I can print off a, a run We've been talking about this for a month and a half now. <laughs> no, we just need index cards. No, just, just like go to right Office now. Depot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's perfect. Well, just, yes. Good job, Maddie. Way to go. Nice. Well, that's the first one I've actually nice, banged out nice of the park. This is victory. exhibition. <laughs> this is an exhibition. I will round. guarantee you, Primal though. Hold on. Fear. Everybody Wait, should watch Primal Fear. Can I really quickly say, though, it probably made... Fifty million dollars in DVD sales. Henceforth, coming with. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, he's like when he was in American History X. He was like, you know, it's like my Macbeth. My like, he's so actory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you know what I mean? Like, (coughs) he's been around for a long time. Kept his nose clean. Always done. What happened to Furlongs? Oh, because he that that ruined his career because he was the guy from Terminator. No, oh, that's what I'm long. saying is he was in what what happened to him? He was in stuff and then he just vanished. Uh, some actors once you go racist skinhead, you can't go back. <laughs> but like, I feel like he was a heartthrob, wasn't he? Who? Edward Furlong. Just before, no, he did the Terminators. Yeah, well, he did one of them. No, he did a bunch of Terminators, didn't he? Oh no, he no, was, he was only in Terminator Two. <laughs> He fit. He oh, he became a crazy drug addict or he, something. He pl- played the female lead in uh, Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? No, uh, that was a transgender joke. Oh, but he be- didn't he become like a crazy drug addict? I, I asked the question, what happened to him? And then you asked, I wasn't, it wasn't being facetious. Do you have any, what's, uh, what else with Edward Norton there? I mean, what, uh, what was there, Matt? He really just was like very thespian about this whole, and to find out that he did the same shit on, Marin is really yeah, disappointing. Yeah, that, that kills me. Did he talk to, talk about texting and driving on Marin? No. Okay, well, at least there was some new thought. Mark Marin does not know what a motorcycle is. How, mu- no, come up how much... Uh, it, it must be like 10 times or more the amount of texting accidents via drinking accidents, right? As distracted driving, I agree. Yeah. It's the worst. It is, it's pretty crazy. And there must be a way to just be able to like uh, automatic cars. I disagree, though. Now that it's such a, a hefty penalty, I see way less. Way- I see a lot of people with their phone yep. clearly on the fucking thing. Way less for sure, Matt. But I mean, I still do it sometimes stupidly and I see tons of people just. I also think with it. the integration of Siri and most cars now have the like voice yep. shit. So I think most people are 
pretty good about it. I think too, once you've been dinged with one $500 ticket, that's usually your last time doing it. Or you get an accident that, you know. It's just wrong that we, we've been conditioned to think we need to be so connected. You know what I mean? No, even for me though, it's not, I'm not texting anybody. It's more like I'm changing a podcast or something, you know, like yeah. you're just looking down for a second while you're so scrolling you, so you through something. Got, you just got to wait for that. You just got to wait and do it when you're stopped. Yeah. Yeah. But I put a, I, I have screen time on my phone now, so I have one hour and then everything, pretty a much day? everything locks up. A yeah. Day? Yeah. Nice. Then he just switches over to the computer. No, because I only use, like, I was noticing that I only use it for Instagram and Reddit, and Reddit's terrible on your computer, and there is no Instagram on your computer. Oh, yeah. Why do not people not use uh, their computer to look at Reddit? Uh, the, I'm, I'm telling you, the, the format, the mobile format of Reddit is a hundred times more user-friendly. Like, the user interface is way better on... It was made for the phone, and they made something for the desktop or whatever. Well, no, I feel like it originated on the desktop and then someone just like uh, made the phone app. Wait, like, I think it's now it's meant for the phone. I, I, uh, I, I, I still can't figure it out. Did he sell you guys on his movie, Motherless Brooklyn? Well, I'd seen the ad already. Nope. and Really, eh? I would really want to go see it. I had yep. seen the ad already and the ad looked pretty good. I mean, I'll I'll see it when it goes out on comes out on video, but I won't no need rush to, go to the theater, the theater yeah. to see it. Well, like I said last week, there's the only movies that I rush to see in the theater now are ones that are, I know are like big budget, like sound and CGI. You know what I mean? You don't need to see a dramatic film. Well, if it was a dramatic film that I really wanted to see, I and I just wouldn't want to wait the however many months for it to come out and hear people talking about it. I would go see it. I I don't care about. It'll be on streaming soon enough. Hearing it in the meantime, you know. But the fact that he made it in 42 days, that'll be interesting if you watch it to, to And he know got that. a lot of friends to do it or people he knew. Bruce. Because it didn't Dude, I heard, like I, got, I, hear Bru- I hear Bruce Willis is the worst. To work with? Yeah. Not if you're Eddie Norton. Like I heard for The Expendables, he showed up and was like a total nightmare. But maybe he's the best. To him. Maybe, yeah. Who knows? Always two sides, but yeah, he's an actor through and through. It was it was almost heartbreaking, just how he steered into the Bob Dylan stuff and like. Yeah, no, I can't. Idols. I, I'm I'm outraged. I don't like that. I wish I had never known that. And uh, it feels like he's just but like maybe he he's on, dove he's maybe he dove headfirst into a Bob Dylan documentary before he something, yeah. something of this sort. Which yes. hey, I mean I do that all the time. Yeah, and then it's Come all you can here, talk about. Talk to you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. talk to my wife. Yeah. Like I, I do the rounds of my uh, Yeah, that's what I You know what? Yeah, fuck off. The the he's fine. Fuck that's off. Pro- that's probably exactly what happened. And and these performances like rounders like, yeah this, he's, he, a, he's amazing he can do no wrong yeah no uh, I give well him, like i, I said i didn't even notice the name dropping because every time it came up i was like holy fuck his resume is thick and then i was like holy fuck because i was like i was like he didn't do a spike jones movie and then i was like oh yeah he did do a spike yeah. jones movie fuck that was a terrible Spike Jones movie, but that's neither here nor there. He did a Spike Jones joint. The one thing I will Sorry, say, Sorry, Sp- Spike Lee, not Spike Jones. The one thing I will say though is fine. If you're only going to do an hour and a half, fine. If you're only going to do two hours, fine, but go to Rogan with three hours booked off. And if it goes long, you, you know what I'm saying? I don't think successful people have that kind of 
time. I actually was just about to say that. I was going to say these guys, their schedule is so ridiculous that Fuck it's that. not like they're just like, well, if it goes short, I just have a free hour. Because to them, they're like, I just lost. And he might be going to surf. He flies planes. Like, there's so many things they could have talked about, I'm telling you. Motorcycles. Like, he's a pretty interesting guy. And it's funny that his brother is like... Look at you, you weakling. You're not that guy that you play. It sort of grounds him, you know what I mean? He was open and honest, but it was he, he does his Edward Norton impression better than anyone. Yeah, I mean, again, I didn't, I didn't love listening to this one. I didn't find it, like, particularly... I didn't find it wildly interesting. Um, I, I just got lost in that I was like, holy fuck, this guy has we, done we every... Yeah, 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 you know. It was better than Brian Grazer. Oh. Hollywood interview. Well, as far as, I mean, again, I just don't feel like I got the kind of, I got a little, you get a little bit of insight into Hollywood, like like him talking about like, well, when I worked with Brando, but I think, do you know what it really was, Kamar? It was really telling when he went to, who was he talking about? He was talking ill about someone and then Joe kind of like cut him off. agent or something? No, who, Simon, you must have it written down. He was talking poorly about someone in the industry. And then he kind of just like... Steven Seagal? Yeah, I think it was Steven Seagal. No, I don't... Either way, he was talking poorly about someone and then he kind of like caught himself and stopped and was like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I just shouldn't be... Like, this thing's pretty far reaching. And then Joe took him on to some other topic. I don't remember. Yeah, but the point was is like, I I think what we really want, we're never going to get. No, not with an actor. That's what I mean is it's... too fragile a community where you if you say the wrong thing you're blackballed and then next thing you know you're not getting i think it depends on the actor listen i agree i think if gary Busey goes in there if it's someone who's never coming back they might just like i don't know if you saw it you see nick carter on no jumper this week oh i've seen him aaron carter sorry aaron carter no sorry aaron carter Carter goes off we got business yeah yeah, no it was uh, serious i'm all over that balls deep yeah yeah, okay yeah like he downloaded it that guy's lost his fucking marbles. But did you? Which one did you see when he was on with his girlfriend? This is post Joe shit. But oh, sorry. Well, whatever. I just let's move on then. I just it's ridiculous. No, he, this but I was just talking about like someone. Scene. What I was the point I was making was the people in Hollywood that are going to give us that juice are the people that have like been shot out the asshole of Hollywood who are who have neck tattoos and you're going to kind of be like or they just don't give a fuck. Like, they legitimately don't give a fuck. Maybe they're big enough that they supersede Hollywood. Well, but again, I think Chappelle. We haven't had that person yet, but you can keep your fingers crossed. But Chappelle was, is that guy. When he was talking about um, uh, getting uh, money for films, he's like, I'm not an a, like one of those actors. Like, even though we think he's revered and this guy, he's like, I, I'm not a green light guy. Like, he's not a DiCaprio. Not a DiCaprio, not a Momoa, not a... Uh, a Momoa? Rock. Yeah, Jason Momoa. I think Momoa's got up there, green, uh, Kevin Hart. M- Momoa? Don't you yeah, think the, he's up there? The, the dude, he was fucking Drago. Oh, I know who okay, Momoa sorry. is, but he's not like the Rock. He's not as big as Edward Norton is. Right now he is. Oh, he's bigger than he is. No. Now. Right now he is, no, yes. Way less respected in the industry. Yes, I agree with that. But, but he'll... It doesn't make him bigger. Yeah, but if you attach his name to something right now, it's going to be way harder than Ed Norton's. Oh, I I don't know about that. I agree. Why, you agree with I me? I agree the rock. I made the statements. I agree. Well, I'm just, I'm sta- I just well, don't I'm just, know how you're throwing my Momoa into Anyways, let's not get stuck on this. Let's just rate this and get the... Wow, Simon's had enough. Simon's had enough. Um. All right, Simon. I rated a three. 
I give it a two. I also give it a two. And that's, uh, I have to rate it not hearing, not knowing about Marin because I just don't know the. Yeah. I Listen, don't know. I still, I, don't know. I still rated Kumar's it. Rumor. I still rated it a two, not knowing that he did the same shit on Marin. So. <laughs> did you see what he just did? So <laughs> you rated it a two, Matt? Yes. And uh, Kamar? Yeah, I see. <laughs> what did you rate it? A two. A two. Thank you. All right. So now we're going to try something new this week. New rating. So now that we've gone over everything, what do you rate the week? Simon, you can't be looking at the numbers, though, because it skews your fucking. Oh, I see. Uh, but so fine. Go ahead. I As he looks at the numbers I again. I originally rated it. No, three. no, don't tell us. Just rate it now. And we'll you can you tell us. You don't even want to know what you rated it. No, we'll do that. Rate it now. Fresh. Having just gone over it and then tell us what we rated it earlier. Um. See, he's just looked at all this, so he's going to give it the same number, probably. No, I'm going to go less. I, I I gave it a three seven five. I think that's way too much. I think it's more like a three two five week. Kamar, and I think I said it was three and a half. I'm stick with my three and a half. Kamar stays three and a half. Okay. Okay. I'm going to stick with my original two. Um, it wasn't you know it wasn't a great week. It's weird because the names. You know, on paper, you were like with Kevin Smith and Ed Norton. You'd think like, okay. But, you know, Kalinsky, Santino. What so about this? what did you say? A two. That's what I think I give the week. So you guys stuck with your original yeah. things, but yeah. I went down. Yeah. What if Justin Wren was an MMA? Therefore, we did not have to listen to that one. It would probably be a better week. If you take Justin Wren out of the mix, I think my rating goes up a point five, two and a half. That's what I'm thinking. So it goes to like an, yeah. I thought it, I, I double checked it. Are you sure this not it? I know, dude. I, me too. I was like, I was like, Jamie, what's going on here? Did you miss, uh, did you miss the acronym or something like, uh, forget the hashtag? Yeah. Cause I'm not going to listen to this cause I know it's an MMA. Simon, what's going on? I think everybody did pretty well, man. I think everything kind of made sense this week. Well, that's, as it always has. Listen, always no, I got to say this. Hold no, on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no Now no, that, no, listen, no, this is the second year. This is season two. We're now professionals at this, okay? I've I've quit my job. I've quit my job, okay? So this is guy. now, I'm now making $45 a month off just this. So You're my mentor. We'll <laughs> let that go. <coughs> Excuse me. That being said, um, if you want to contact us, we have an email. You can do so. Uh, email us at, what is it? jreepodcast at gmail.com. That's the one. It. Yeah, That's it. Uh, we have an Instagram. If you want to follow us there or contact us, you can do so there at jreepodcast on Instagram. Correct. Uh, you can follow Kamar on Instagram. And our new Twitter at jreepodcast. Oh, yeah. We have a Twitter at jreepodcast. There yeah. you go. So if you want to talk to just Kamar, he's the only one that has access to it. So if I'm anything gonna, crazy goes up, some more you know polls where we trigger these guys. Excellent. You'll get, you'll get banned a couple more times. <laughs> you can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar. For the weather. You can follow Simon on Instagram. At Bigfoot Sighting Society. And we have a Patreon. Um, it's uh, patreon.com slash JREE podcast. If you join the Patreon, you will get the post Joe um early as well you will get a couple episodes of our series called this won't age well where we go over some super old episodes of jre and see how they've aged the library is growing they're not always super old 
fine. Well, it's only 10 years old, the show, so some of them can't be that old. But we go from like zero to, or from one to a thousand is our threshold for now. Um, and we do three or four of those a month. Um, so yeah, go to the Patreon, sign up, and uh, you can help support us. Leave a comment, a really nice comment or a rating on iTunes. That would be super. Sure, yeah. If you want to like and subscribe on iTunes, that'd be great. If you're listening on Spotify, we're even. We're still happy. Yeah, you guys didn't see the most recent comment. What was it? What was it? It's it, someone thinks there's only two people on the podcast. Really, it's two fucking idiots. I don't need the, they. Don't, they don't swear. They complain about the pro, profanity. And, uh, oh, they say we use too much profanity. It's, Two of us. They caught two morons. <laughs> yeah, please don't leave comments like that. That's uh, unnecessary. No, I don't care. I like the Kamar and I. Rude. Kamar and I don't mind those. But which one did, of us did they combine? That's what well, I was going to say. About. Which two of us are the idiots? Because one of us they don't even think exists. Yeah, so exactly. I'd rather. Would I rather not exist or be an idiot? Who Either do way, want to be. Uh, there's also a subreddit you can join. It's uh, send us your ratings. However, subreddits work. It's like r slash j r e e podcast. I don't fucking know. Should probably know that. Just search j r e e podcast. You'll find us on there. Um, I think that's it. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. New good season. to be back. We've never Fresh. we've never taken a week off. I don't know what the fuck season. this guy's talking he means about. Year two. Year two. Season two. Yeah. Year season two. Wow. Two. Bigger, better, upper, faster. Let's. Uh, and we know that Artie Lang is coming up right off the bat. Yeah. Next week, dropping. It's okay to fail as long as you fail better the next time. It's oh, up. and listeners, we have a YouTube. Well, that's on the Patreon for sure. Well, it's up on the Patreon, but it's on, that's because it's on YouTube. Oh, so you okay. can go to YouTube. I thought it was exclusive. I will say this. You will absolutely never find us on YouTube. I got to find a way to post a link to it because if you search Joe Rogan Experience Experience, I think I even changed it to JREE Podcast, but it's still... Well, All that comes up is Joe. Well, the problem is uh, in that clip that you put out, we don't talk about Joe much. But if we were put up a clip where we do talk about Joe much, because it can read everything we're saying, like that would help. Yeah. It honestly listens to what you say. Either way, we did it. we did record, um, well, we got 12 minutes of footage of the one-year anniversary, and then the camera died, but whatever. That's life. Uh, it's poor footage anyway. How long did it take for that to upload? No time. My computer is fast as fuck. Yeah, okay. So it's coming down the pipe, guys. The problem is it took eight hours for me to just figure out the editing and put that shit together. And it's nothing like... Oh, the audio to the... But I will say this. It was my first time. (laughs) It was my first time. So now that I know what I'm doing a little bit, the next time will take me half as long. A learning curve. Uh, Thanks for listening. We hope you have a great week, weekend, whatever. And... uh, Keep your eyes open. Thank you.